Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. Get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, say, retire, and service deals today. Dobbs, with 43 locations, real deals are always close by. NinjaBling.com, the online home of Moritz Royce Jewelry, the exclusive jeweler of the Riz Show. Check out their huge collection, including one-of-a-kind pieces from the Simon G Collection. Or they can make you your own, custom-built piece just for you. And because they have an upstairs location, Moritz Royce can save you money over the street-level stores. Make an appointment. Head to NinjaBling.com to get the address and phone number. You can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Moritz Royce Jewelry, where you get the jewels and not the shit. They're back! Wait till you see the newly renovated Hot Shots Fenton. You're going to love the smoke-free environment featuring enhanced viewing options, a redesigned gaming area, live odds, tickers, and sports line boards, refreshed dart and pool table areas, and an all-new covered outdoor patio. Construction's finished, and the Hot Shots team can't wait to show off the new amenities throughout. Come see all the changes and visit them at hotshotsnet.com. You're going to love the new look. Hot Shots Fenton is now open. NinjaBling.com, the online home of Moritz Royce Jewelry, the exclusive jeweler of the Riz Show. Check out their huge collection, including one-of-a-kind pieces from the Simon G Collection. Or they can make you your own, custom-built piece just for you. And because they have an upstairs location, Moritz Royce can save you money over the street-level stores. Make an appointment. Head to NinjaBling.com to get the address and phone number. You can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Moritz Royce Jewelry, where you get the jewels and not the shit. Rizzuto Show Podcast, powered by Moritz Royce Jewelry, where you get the jewels, not the shaft. Online at ninjabling.com. All right, let's hit it. Little listener discretion is advised. Rizzuto. 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 Hey, good morning, everybody. Oh, 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 there it is. Oh, there it is. You know, I got the uh, the TV on in front of me. It's on the channel too, and I'm seeing. What does it say? Patchy rain tomorrow for the Halloween? Yeah. It keeps changing, it seems. Yeah, yeah me, it keeps changing. Let me go to the National Weather Service. My kids are all concerned. Well, yeah, I think it, sure. went up, it went up about six degrees from where it was originally supposed to be. It's uh, supposed to be in the a, 40s. Now it's low 50s, right? We got a, a Spider-Man and a Wonder Woman at home who are very concerned. Oh, okay, are we ready? So tomorrow, <laughs> what time do kids head out? Right around like 5 or 6? I think 5.30. Okay. Is the little shindig in our neighborhood. So at 5 p.m., 56 degrees, 5% chance of rain. Ooh, 56 degrees, nice. That's what I'm saying. It went up. All the way until 10 o'clock, we've only got a 15% chance of rain. The lowest it'll get is at 10 o'clock at 51. Oh. So it goes hour by hour, Pretty starting good. at 5. 56, 55, right, we'll 54, 53, yeah. 52, 51. We'll be fine. Yeah. That should be good. Mm-hmm. What do you got, a Spider-Man and a what? A Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman? Yeah. 
Wonder Woman shouldn't be scared of the kids? Of the rain. Ah. Hey. 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 Are you dressing up? <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, it's not. It, no, not really. So I was going to do... Uh, yeah. Nah. Well, you you got I it, mean, you it's know. either yes or no. Well, no. Uh, <laughs> Completely how am. Do you take, how do you take Halloween and not give a direct well, answer? Well, because we were going to... Um, the kids got all these costumes, and then we were going to do a full uh, uh, Matrix scene. So we were going to have all the kids be the agents, and, yeah, yeah, and yeah. she and I were going to be Trinity and Neo. And then uh, she kind of found something else, and the kids had, like, real adamant ideas for what they want to do. Of course, we got a Fortnite character in there. Yeah. And so when I, was, when I was buying all these different little bits and pieces trying to save money and get different pieces, I found some weird mask that is horribly creepy looking, and it's just a mirror. But it was, like, three bucks. Oh, and, for you? Yeah. So I was like, I'm just going to put that on and put a hoodie on, because it's really scary looking, and it, there's no theme with our family anyway this year, so I'm mm. just going with that. Moon. So the answer is yes. Well, I mean, I mean, but that's I not dress I don't understand. Full on that, no, it's, it's not. That's that what doesn't I'm matter. You. I'm wearing the hoodie I'm it's, wearing it's now. Un, it's unlike what you normally do. But, normally but if you, you, but if you, you wear a mask on, that is dressing up. I mean, I think there's a difference. There's a difference between, you know... Costume and just throwing a mask on. Yeah, this is not a costume. I'm literally I, just putting a mask on just to just to participate. I disagree because if you because if you showed up just like that, yeah, and you were a kid, people would go, "What the hell are you doing?" Right. If you put a mask on, that's a costume. You're getting yeah. Candy. If you showed up to a costume party and just a mask, that's, that's kind of lame. But that's but that counts. Okay, mm. well, mask and hoodie. I'm I'm noise. lamely counting then tomorrow. It's bare minimum. It yeah. is bare minimum. I'm I'm chaperoning with a mask. It's bare minimum. But you didn't say are you wearing a, ho- a costume. You said are you dressing up. So that means yes. Uh, see, and I, I disagree as well. I th- I'm throwing a mask on. I don't see that as dressing up. But if you want to get down to uh, that Brass argument, tax. then you can win. Mm. Yeah, tomorrow's a good day to uh, screw with the kids if you have uh, the ring doorbell. <laughs> Start yelling back at them? Yeah. <laughs> you, you know, are? they trigger the uh, motion detector. It was great last year. That candy's not for hey! you. Hey, one. Because we were out. I mean, we were up the street. Oh, the yeah. Other neighborhood kids, and I had the bowl of candy out in front of the house. See, we do the uh, we do That's we do the hang we do the hangout in the driveway. Same here. You would. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I would. I we would just do. fire. We just fire <laughs> a place it and hang yeah. out. In the, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There'll be some of that too. Yeah. That's like that. That is my favorite. That is my favorite thing. Like I let my wife take the kids and go around the neighborhood, and I sit in the driveway and pass out candy. And I'm the, oh, what do we got here coming up the driveway? Huh? You don't go with them? No. no somebody's got to pass out candy at the house. No, they don't. Not for that one hour. Yeah, they do. Mm. So you just don't like going with them? No, I don't mind oh, it. But then my wife it does like. that. I'm, I'm not asking. <laughs> I don't mean it like so uh, for, make so it for, sound bad. So for an hour, you don't pass out candy. That's no, right. You leave the ball out front. No, My kids don't. are more important than the other kids in the neighborhood. Now that there's the ring doorbell, you can monitor it. I was going to say, you leave that bowl out front, two kids. See ya. That's no why candy. the whole thing pops up on the phone. You you open up the app, and you go, hey. I see you. Hey, jerky. What are you dressed as a jerk? <laughs> I see you. You, Steve. I don't know. I, guess, I know you. Uh, I guess that's, I mean, that's just how, that's just how I did it as a kid. Like, my dad would go out with us, and my mom would stay home and pass out candy. So that's Yeah, we'll, how, we'll walk with the kids. We'll walk with the kids up the street. Most of the dads do, too. Yeah. Just because your parents said it doesn't make it right, Tone. I mean, come on. Okay. Do you, um, <laughs> you steal your parent, your, your, your kids, uh, your kids' candy? I always did. Of course. Only the ones that I really like that they don't. Um. And then a handful of the ones they do like, too. But just not all. <laughs> yeah, the hell of them. Yeah, they yeah. like some weird ones, though. <laughs> 86% of parents have secretly stolen some of their kids' Halloween candy before. 
And the average parent who raids their kid's stash ends up eating actually a quarter of their candy. The stuff that doesn't stale out too bad, we honestly, I, we kind of steal from the kids uh, so they don't eat it all. Mm-hmm. Because, uh, dude, these kids stash it yeah, in their my bedrooms. Yeah, my kids are out of control. Oh, well, we used you find wrappers two months Back later? When I was, uh, when I was uh, growing up. Uh, me and my brothers would all see who we could who we could la- make our Halloween candy last the longest. Like February come around, and be like, I still got a laugh. You guys are still playing, huh? Yeah, we are. (laughs) (laughs) I have one Werther's left. We'll we'll take that stuff and we'll put it in a bowl, like just a big community bowl, put it on top of the refrigerator, and it will last a few. What I'll do is with some of the fun size bars, put them in a plastic bag and put them in the freezer. Mm. Then you have treats all year round. Yeah, you do. You could also go go Uh to the store and buy those still. Yeah, Yeah, but but somebody else bought them for us. I already have them. That is true. (laughs) What am I going to throw them in the garbage? No, but I mean. It's kind of silly freezing candy. What? Why? Why? I don't know. That's just it's just odd to me. It's already I, in the house. I understand that. I mean, I just I've never heard like of it. Like they're not going to be eaten in one, you know. There's so much candy. Yeah, we just take all the chocolate. It's not going to be consumed at once. I think love, a, dogs love chocolate. Yeah. <laughs> right. I think a lot just of it one time, but boy, they love it. A lot of it has to do with the fact that my kids aren't that old yet, so they do, they get they hit about twelve houses and then yeah, they're I mean, done. You the, know, the two kids, you know, my two kids, when they're done, they take all the candy, dump it out in the middle of the in the, in the living room, and organize. Sure. So they're only out for about twenty minutes or so. I mean, they do. I still well, can't I, spend that with them. I don't. Oh, you better be kidding. Gosh. <laughs> You know what? I understand why you have to go with your kids because you need 14 people to watch all 30 of them. So somebody's got to drive the school bus. Yeah. <laughs> go ahead, Moon Clan. What do you need a CDL to uh, take all your kids around? Moon, Moon moves into a neighborhood and the neighbors go, "Damn it! Now we got to buy three bags from Sam." Well, 44 percent of parents actually expect to eat more candy than their kids this year, and that includes what they steal, plus any leftover candy they don't they don't hand out to trick or treaters. Yeah, there's that too. There's leftovers. That you don't hand over. That you don't hand over to the other kids. Mm-hmm. Boy, do you see what uh, Sean White, the uh, what is he? He's a snowboarder. Yeah, he, yeah, skateboarder slash snowboarder. More famous for being a snowboarder, but yeah, Sean White, the flying tomato. <laughs> yes. You see what he dressed as? Scott one of the McNew. most famous. One of the most famous redheads out there. He dresses one of the most famous redheads? No, I said Sean White yeah, yeah, is one of the most yeah. famous redheads out there. Yeah, he should have uh, the picture. Oh boy. I don't I don't even know if I want to. Moon? Yeah. Oh, he did it. He did it. Last night I was sitting there going, there wasn't hasn't been a big huge star uh that's really done something stupid. That's yet gotten in for trouble Halloween. for dressing as yeah. something. Yeah. But at the same time, do you, how many people do you think actually got this? I mean, he dressed a simple jack from from Tropic Thunder. Oh. See, I don't think a whole lot of people would have even got that, though. Uh, I don't know. That's like, pretty good. He, yeah, that it's, is great. It's actually pretty right on. It's actually spot on. Oh, here's actually somebody did a side-by-side. <laughs> it's, it's pretty good. The weird thing is, it doesn't even look like him. I wouldn't have recognized him. So that's, it's Ben Stiller's character wow. from Tropic Thunder. I would not have recognized him no. at a party. It's pretty good though. It's a good. It's that a good. Didn't he cut his hair? Good. He cut his hair, right? Yeah. Sean White. Yeah. Oh, so that's his hair. No, no well, I don't. He no. doesn't have. He used to have. Well, yeah, long, yeah, he used yeah, to have yeah, a yeah, long yeah. red hair. Yeah, yeah, I knew that. But he is getting some heat yeah. in that costume. Huh. I mean, he went. He went there. Yeah. He's already apologized. Has he? Yeah. Who now? When you type I in wouldn't. Sean White, it instantly autofills to Simple Jack. Really? Mm, yeah. <laughs> no. 
Well, I guess it's time for That's Simple Jack bad. movie then. That's too bad. Like the feature, the full on film. The full film standalone. Mm-hmm. Man, Brent on Twitter just made me realize that uh, that mask I got, that's Cobra Commander. He said, Moon is going as casual Cobra Commander. Oh, the mirror. Yeah. Yeah, you should get a helmet. Yeah, I, I, now, now I'm thinking I should. You should get a helmet. That uh, website, Thrillist. Oh, okay. That website, Thrillist, uh, put out a list of the scariest places in every state. I think it was places to get their scare on. I know what Missouri's is. Outside. Is it Jeff's trunk? <laughs> ah, we already made that joke. We've never made that we joke already on made this that show joke last week. That's low-hanging fruit, Jeff. <laughs> yeah, my trunk is super high fruit, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> but there is a place in uh, the area that made the list as far as uh, Missouri goes. The list of the places to get your, your scare on for Halloween. Any uh, guesses? I'm, Not the Lent Mansion. I was going to guess that zombie trail. No, oh, and I, no. I think maybe this hmm. place was listed last year. Hmm. I never would have thought of it. Hmm. Not Lent Mansion. No, 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 not Lent Mansion. It's not any of the, the major landmarks. This Give is us a Main hint. Street, St. Charles. What? Oh. Why? Main Street, St. Charles. Very scary. Well, a lot of history. This multicolored main drag looks like the perfect setting for a Midwestern horror movie. Charming, peaceful, Main Street, USA. That's actually haunted by dozens of roaming spirits. Hmm. The legend dates to 1853 when, uh, I guess there's a cemetery over there. I have no idea. The Borromeo Cemetery. I don't yeah, know if I'm saying that, that right. Up on the hill. I guess the cemetery was moved, and a number of the graves they dug up had no bodies in them. Mm. And those spirits are rumored to haunt the shops at 700 South Main Street, where objects vanish inexplicably, and mysterious cooking smells emerge, as does apparently a deep French-speaking voice. Bonjour. The town is also home to a haunted community college. A haunted high what, school? What what community college? Is that St. a haunted Charles? forest? Yeah, what community college is on Main Street? You got me there. But the buildings are pretty ripe for that kind of scene. I mean, it's all it's all historic. There's rules. They can't even have gutters down there. So everything is like still super old school. It keeps the building's integrity as far as the the creepiness and then the haunting. Yeah. I almost bought a house down there and it was such a pain in the ass cuz it was in historic district. You you got to keep Keep it up. Oh yeah, I'm sure there are, there are a ton of rules, and they don't like fun down there. Obviously, <clears throat> we'll get out of here. Close that down. What was the name of this list? It's on Thrillist. Oh my gosh, yeah. There's a there's a website, and it says there's a supposedly a young mother that was buried in her wedding dress on the side of the original Borromeo Church that like she touches your back when you're walking mm. around there. Ooh, yeah. Weird. Um, and they do that that Legends and Lanterns thing down there, and that's really spooky. Yeah, you see the list? Uh, yeah, well, is it is it the list that's titled "The Best Place to Scare the Crap Out of Yourself yeah, in All right. Fifty States"? Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, I'm I mean, dude, honorable th- mention is Jeff's trunk. Hello, thank you, yeah. thank you. <laughs> Think of walking down downtown St. Charles if it was completely quiet with no lights. Mm. It is a scene. I mean, it's a scene. Yeah, yeah, it's it, it's it old timey. It, it is, is very it Silver Dollar City. Is it cobblestone? Yeah, there are yeah, areas. Yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah, that that adds to it. There are areas that oh, are cobblestone. Hmm. Yeah, it's badass. 
Dude, speaking of the candy, did you guys see this thing somebody sent over? Uh, the uh, the guide to candy trading video? It's got like an entire graph, you know, like um, fillings, soft, fruit and sours, like what's tradable with what and what, oh, what, yeah. what can't cross <laughs> the barrier. It. Yeah, it's Post pretty it. brilliant. I'm going to retweet it here. In uh, Illinois, it was uh, Raven's Grin Inn, which is in Mount Carroll, which is up in uh, the Chicago area. But if you want to talk about candy, you know, there's the old, you know, candy pranks. The old Halloween candy prank. Like a razor in a chocolate bar? Yeah. <laughs> that one's funny. That one's a good time. No, come on, the kid with the peanut allergy. You give him a peanut uh, bar. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, there he is. Am I right, guys? Yeah. Don't do it. Diabetic kid next door, give him a... Don't do it. Sugar bowl. <laughs> Listen, if you're all about the trick as part of the trick-or-treating... You know, there are some pranks you could, you know, you could do on the kids, but do it on, do it on friends and family, not the random trick or treaters, because you have to worry about allergies, and then you're opening yourself up to some some real hurt. Yeah, and lawsuits. Lawsuits, yes, <laughs> that's what I mean. Yeah, again, this is for friends and family, you know. And I don't know anybody that's ever done this, but uh, make candy apples using onions. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> now we. We dirty, knew somebody man. that did that and took it to a party. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Um, it, it was somebody... Uh, somebody we know? Yeah, it was somebody from the station. Couple, a couple as long as back. the coating is thick enough, you're, you're not going to be able to tell. Oh, man. Can you imagine? Mm. The worst. Uh, that, that, that is, there's a special place <laughs> in hell for you. Well, the, they said that they put it... It was an entire plate with like 12 of them, and they put it on like the table. You're supposed to bring something yeah, yeah, on the yeah. table and never told them... <laughs> Never told anybody who oh, brought it or brilliant. what it was. So oh, people were biting it. into them and like, who brought these? <laughs> that's so good. Oh, the whole plate, not just one. The whole no, plate all was of onions. Them. Oh, oh that's God. terrific, isn't it? Wow. Yeah, that's hilarious. Great. Awesome. Uh, put out a bowl of M&Ms and uh, mix them with uh, Skittles. Mm. Mm. That's a monster right there. Yeah. That is a monster right Again, there. Again, another, another special place in hell for you. Yeah, when you're thinking you're biting an M&M, and you have something a, with a different texture in there? I did that yesterday. I thought I was throwing in like th three or four or four or five, a handful of sixlets, soft chocolate with a candy coating. Uh-huh. And it was gobstoppers instead. Oh, oh no. And wow. I just threw you in like it and shattered your teeth. Down. I almost did. Almost Whoa. did. I was like, I, was, I chomped and I went, uh, are those See, pieces of gobstoppers or pieces of teeth in my mouth? Don't you say you could mix M&Ms with Reese's Pieces? Of course. Sure, yeah. Like, that's acceptable. Kind of want to. Yeah, I'm sure that's great. Mm -hmm. But you throw Skittles in there? No, yeah, no, 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 no. Uh, make a small hole in a Reese's peanut butter cup. Take out some of the filling and replace it with mustard or sriracha. That's fun. <laughs> you can go right through the bottom. Although then you'll have that, a loose. That's a lot of work. Yeah, just to be a douche. Yeah, and and then you got to rewrap it in foil. Yeah, that's that's work. Yeah. Yeah, but think about the spout of a sriracha bottle. It's almost like an injector. Yeah, I sure. get that, yeah, but I'm saying that you could just go up through, and unwrap. You go up through the bottom. Yeah. Yeah, but you still have to unwrap and then rewrap. Unless you have just some sitting out on a tray. Who? Out of the wrap. I don't know. Okay. Yeah. Again, these are for friends yeah. and family. Again, yeah. what monster? If, if you walked into a party and saw an open bowl of Reese's peanut butter cups, would you go, I'm going to take a few? And they're in their little Reese's peanut butter yeah. cups. Yeah. They're, they're, they're they're you can put them back in their little doilies. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. 
still would be a little. It's odd. If it's I saw odd. unwrapped Reese's cups, I'd go, mm, those are not. That's, that's a hard me. pass for me. Yeah, there's going to be sriracha in there. Who did what to these? <laughs> yeah, I would walk into the party, I'd go, and who ruined all of these? <laughs> who felt that I couldn't open Again, this who, on who's my gonna own? Who's going to do this? Yeah. Unwrap a couple uh, yellow Starbursts and replace the candy with cheese. <laughs> <laughs> Just make sure it doesn't get mixed into the candy and sit there for a week before they open it. <laughs> so that that's does, pretty funny. That that's does funny, improve again, the that's, flavor, that, though. That's yeah. that's a lot of work because then you gotta you gotta refold. Especially especially with the Reese's cups, I'll even give you the pass because you could kind of just cram it and just do a little like a messy. But with Starburst, you gotta fold. Yeah, and it's got to be the proper fold, and it's yeah. gonna be a tight fold. Mm-hmm. It's it's got to be a tight fold. It's got to be a tight fold. Or I take a box of something like a Nerds, a Sour Patch Kids, and uh, swap out the candy for a few fake bugs. Oh, yeah. Ooh, 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 ooh. And then glue it shut. That one's pretty harmless. And you don't have to worry about, you know, allergies. So that might be okay for the trick-or-treaters. Right, maybe. But at the same time, you're opening up candy, a box, and, and giving it to kids you don't know. <laughs> so... Could just not be a douche. I saw somebody on Facebook the other day speaking of pranks real quick. And, and I, I've always wanted to do this, but I've never had the balls to do it. They took the orange juice that was in there. Like they live at home. They took the orange juice. They dumped it out. And then they filled it up with water and emptied Kraft mac and cheese packets in it and put it back in. And Hilarious. They, and they recorded their dad taking a drink and almost throwing up. <laughs> it was a clear bottle, obviously. Yeah. Oh, it, it looked like a milk jug, but it was orange. I'm like, oh, my God, I want to do that so bad. I want to do it so bad. But now, since I saw that video, this was a week ago or so, since I saw that video, Every single time I open something, I go, okay. We're you know, that reminds me. We were talking about this yesterday off the air. For uh, Racial Live, we had uh, Good or Gross. Let's just think of the same story. We had Good or Gross, and uh, there was a tarantula. There was the uterus and spleen scrapple. There was the chicken feet. Yeah. And I remember Jeff got the tarantula mm-hmm. up on stage. And you were you were upset. You were not thrilled. Sure. As any of us would be, I'd rather sure. have the, the the mini Milky Way or whatever mm-hmm. it was. Oh, <laughs> like you, I got you, you handled, it. You handled yeah. it worlds better than I would have. Oh, thanks. So you know, Jeff eats the tarantula mm-hmm. or a part of it, and I, I take the plate over to John Patrico, and he goes, "Get out of that!" Just like that, get out of that! I'll yeah. eat that. You guys are, you guys are wimps. So he eats the tarantula. He eats a piece of that spleen and uterus scrapple. Mm-hmm. He said he liked that. Yeah, he wants the recipe now. But yet he will not eat mac and cheese. Hmm. And he will not eat peanut butter and jelly or chocolate and peanut butter. What a what? Ah, is it because of the taste or he just thinks it's weird? He will I eat don't a deep like fried it. tarantula and he will not eat mac and cheese. Again, and, and we've said this multiple times, he yeah. would put cheese on everything. The man is was and still kind of is a cheese freak. He loves putting cheese on everything. He loves buttered noodles. Literally make the noodles, put butter on them. Stir it, eat it. But you can't put Parmesan on them? Yeah, really. Hates that. mac and cheese. But will, will Parmesan's have... different. Parmesan cheese is a little different. No, and I don't even know put... if he likes that, well, to be he, honest with so you. So he doesn't put it on the buttered noodles? I don't even know if he likes His buttered noodles are, are legit butter. noodles with butter. That's it. Man, you mm. put a little that's Parmesan it. on there. That's great. Yeah. A little empty cupboard pasta. Yeah. But he, he likes, he likes pizza. He eats pizza. That's yep. so weird. He refuses to eat mac and cheese. Is it, it's a noodle cheese combo. Maybe is it, is I, I don't it know. A, and like I said, my do my wife does he do? He eats spaghetti. Lasagna? He eats, he eats fettuccine cheddar? Alfredo. Is it cheddar? He eats cheddar on everything ah. else. 
I'm telling you, man. And my wife makes <laughs> legit the best mac and cheese I've ever had. And I'm not just saying that because she's my wife. It is legit the best mac and cheese I've ever had. And my dad refuses to even try it. Huh. Does he do that just to be shocking? To mess with everyone? So I don't think my dad food, cares but... about that. Okay. Hmm. Huh. It's weird, right? But he'll, he'll down the tarantula. Yep. Uterus and spleen. Uterus mm, and this spleen tastes scrapple. good. Mm. Yeah, I was kind of pissed at him right then because I'm over there suffering, you know, going, hey, look at me. Look what I did for the show and look at me. And everybody's over, hey, John, way to go over there. Yeah, and I'm throwing John. up spider and everybody's Yeah, yeah we're soft. That's what there. it is. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. And that's known. Yeah. He, he's, We're unapologetic about it too. I'm telling you, man. He's he's a he's an odd bird. And like I said, the whole thing mm-hmm. with peanut butter, like he will eat a spoonful of peanut butter. But if I give him a Reese's, no way. So if he had a choice, peanut butter jelly sandwich, no way. Or or PB and J. Obviously, I know the answer. It's tarantula because I've never wow. seen the man eat a peanut butter and jelly sandwich ever. But I saw him eat a tarantula. Huh. Damn. Huh. Man set in his ways. Your dad? Did your dad walk around with you when you were uh, kids, trick or treating? You said he, so. Your mom would stay back. My mom dad. would stay at home and count the kids. She always kept the list, a running tally. And then my dad would walk with us, sort of. Like he would walk and he'd go go, and then mm. like we'd hit like ten houses, and then he'd you know be all the way up there. Yeah. And then we you know, mm. it's not like he went to us door to door to door to door. Did you have a neighborhood where where parents kind of walked together? Uh, yeah. But it was kind of my dad's thing. So, like, all of my friends in the neighborhood would meet at my house, Man. and then my dad would take us all around. Yeah. And then the last year that my dad went with us, it was the coolest year ever. Because after we hit every house in the neighborhood, he goes, everybody in the back of the truck. So we hopped in the back of the truck and went to a different neighborhood. Oh, it was awesome. Mm. <laughs> that was like four years ago, right? Ten ki- <laughs> There was like ten kids dressed up in Halloween costumes piled in the back of my dad's yeah. pickup truck. So totally safe. Yeah, you go to jail for that now. <laughs> no, D- Danny and the chairman is it a fake cheese thing? No, because we've made mac and cheese with the legit real cheese, mm. and he will not eat it. Is it cheese, cheese mm. pasta combo, maybe. I, I don't know. I don't know if it's a texture thing. I don't know if it's a taste thing. You know, I guess different parents have different rules around Halloween. I was talking to my wife about this the other day. Like, when do you just send the kids off on their own? Like, when is it, you know, my son is nine, yeah, and he wants to be with his buddies, so he'll, you know, he'll be kind of doing his own thing. Yeah, you give him parameters and say, don't go past this street. Yeah, yeah, and-, yeah. <clears throat> and we live in a, you know, we live in a safe neighborhood. Yeah. And as long as all the kids are together. But I remember being seven or eight years old in, in Queens, New York, hopping fences and going door to door myself. Yeah. Seven or eight? Yeah. Wow, that's, that's. That's pretty early. I think I was about 10 when I was... I mean, it wasn't by myself. Go ahead. With, you know, a bunch of other kids. And I'm sure there were parents kind of trailing. Right. I, I, I couldn't see them. We thought that we were on our own. I don't know. Maybe they were tricking us. With me, it was... We were in <clears throat> more of a... Less of a subdivision-y setting. It was more of a country setting. So we had to go somewhere else. And real early on, it was, you know, get in the car and they drop us off in a neighborhood. But sure, I mean, gosh, 10, 10 years old probably. We just would walk by ourselves to a neighborhood... Hmm. I mean, it was a lot safer. Hey, if anybody wants uh, Jeff to uh, walk with their kids tomorrow, <laughs> he is don't do it for free. Just don't bring it up publicly, but I'll take care of it. He, he wants somebody to follow your yeah. kids. I have a guy with me. He'll be dressed as a parole officer, but don't worry about that. <laughs> no, my, like my daughter's seven. I'm, she's not going by herself. You yeah. know, that's, that's young. Yeah, that is young. But nine, ten years old. 
That's pretty close. That's depending close. on the kid, you know. But you don't have the the few times I've been in your neighborhood, you don't have people flying around except no. for the one kid that we talked about right. a long time ago. But I mean, it's pretty safe. Um, you know, and parents will limit how many, you know, how much candy kids can have, or you know, there are different rules, you know, for different households. And, it, and it's interesting to see how strict parents parents were to us. Like what they did and didn't do as far as their parenting styles. Like mm-hmm. there was a survey. I think it was 50,000 people took the survey. And uh, some questions to help figure out how strict your parents were. So did your parents ever ground you? Yeah. For sure. Yep. Yes. Yeah, one time. What You only got grounded once? Yeah. And it was supposed to be for a full week. And then my dad came in. That Monday and saw me sitting there. He's like, all right, I think you learned your lesson. And that was it. So the question, awesome. did your parents ever ground you? Only 54% of people said they got grounded as a kid. Uh, I was grounded. Yeah, yeah, I was grounded. Multiple times. Yeah. 54% is, that's low. Yeah, that's what was the longest you ever were grounded <laughs> Two for? weeks. That's me too. Yeah, same. That's when I threw the party at my parents' house when they were out of town. <laughs> two weeks. I think it was supposed to be longer, but I got a reprieve. For me, it was two weeks. It was two weeks. No use of the car. No going anywhere, only to school and work. That's it. Ooh, mine was three months from Nintendo, and that was terrible. Your parents were teachers. Yeah. They, they could ride out a penalty. Oh, yeah. I would I would have loved three months away from video games because then I could have gone and actually done something. But mine was also at the age where, you know, people were having parties and people were going out. Yeah. This it was wasn't like, like a... This was like, hey, you can't play Nintendo, the video games. Yeah. Did your parents limit your TV or I mean there wasn't for me but internet hours? Yes. Yeah. I was I was grounded from the computer, yes. It's not even not even a grounding thing. Not a grounded thing. Not like uh, oh you can't do this or You could it? only watch TV a no. certain amount of time a day. Mm-hmm. No. 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 No, no. No? I don't think so. I don't think they needed to. Yeah, not, not I, for us. I grew up in that house where the TV was just, it seemed like it was just always on. Yeah, we like never got noise in the we back. We never were That was us. Yeah. 44% <laughs> said yes, their parents did limit their TV or internet time. Were you allowed to watch rated R movies? Yes. 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 Mm-hmm. 56% of us were. Did you have to be in bed by a certain time when you were in elementary school? Um, yes. And then as I got older, it got a little more lax. Now, just talking elementary school. So we're talking to fifth grade? Fifth or sixth grade, yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay, then I will say yes. Yes. I did, yes. I don't remember. Didn't need it again. I I would put myself to bed because I like to sleep. My brother probably did, though. Well, elementary school, you used to put your kids to bed, then you (laughs) 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 On a school night, who went to bed first, you or your children? 81% of us did have, uh, you know, go to sleep at times for elementary school. High school? No. 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 30% had their parents... Give them a bedtime for high school. Were you allowed to curse in front of your parents? Hell no. no. I, I, I don't know because I didn't. I don't know if I was or if Same I was here. not because Absolutely I didn't. Not. Yeah. I get yelled at now. I probably could have, but didn't. Same. Yeah, same here. Yeah, yeah. that's, that's kind of how I am. One time I'm sure. I accidentally did, and I got the stink eye, and I knew then that I probably could at a certain age, but I just never really did, even yeah. as an adult. As, as a kid, I never did. Now, as an adult, I do, but as a kid, I never did, ever. 19% of us were allowed to, mm-hmm. but I was jealous of the kids that were able to. Oh, sure, yeah. yeah. Yep. But now I look back and I go, man, how, 
How are they allowed to do that? I remember being at a buddy's house. Play holes? I remember being at a buddy's house, and his mom, we were upstairs playing Sega, and his mom goes, it's time to go, so turn it off. And he goes, what the hell, mom? And I was like, oh, you're oh, yeah. dead. Oh. Is there a window in here? <laughs> and she goes, now. Hit the escape pod. As soon as she goes, now. I was like, oh, my God, he got away with it. <laughs> Did you have to make your bed every morning? Nope. No. Nah. No. It was, it was encouraged. Never happened. 28% of us did. Uh, if you claimed you were sick, would your parents let you stay home from school? Yes, because I never claimed I was sick and wasn't. Mm, yes. If I had a fever. Yeah. yeah. 42% said yes. 58% said they had to be very sick to stay home. I was, I was, see, and that, that was me, though, because I was the rare breed where I always enjoyed going to school. So, like, I was always... When I when I was sick, and my mom would come in, and I'd go, oh, I don't feel good. I, I was sick, like it was mm. legit. Yeah, I never took advantage of it. I never did either. No, me either. That was a break glass <clears throat> kind of thing. Break glass if needed, kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, have fun, everybody. Tomorrow, <laughs> somebody's asking if, uh, and and we discussed this a little bit, but it was kind of a real quick thing. Somebody's asking if you had the caramel apple suckers. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Terrific. So mm -hmm. good. Ter oh, my he, was, new he was talking about it for two days. Yeah. And we have, uh, thanks to uh, Mrs. Patrico. What, she buy us two bags? Yeah, my wife picked up two bags of them there in the office. Oh, right in the now. office. Oh, look at that. Yeah. Thanks. Terrific. My new favorite, yeah. favorite lollipop. I haven't seen you happy in about, I don't know, three years or so. And I walked into the <laughs> office. Absolute <laughs> euphoria the other day. Yeah, you actually said, I think. Where has this been all my life? I think this is my favorite food I've the, ever had. He, he, the fact that he, so he puts it in and my back sits, we sit back to back at the office. He puts it in. I could hear him unwrap it. And then all of a sudden I hear him turn his chair and I kind of turn around and he goes, that's the greatest lollipop in the place. I'm like, all right. I never had one until last week. <laughs> Terrific. So simple. I don't want to overdo it though. Now right. we have a no. lot. Yeah. Yeah. No. You got. It's you, been a couple days since I've had one. Yeah. You could probably have another. You just. You can't. I could probably have another one today. Yeah. yeah. If you do. If you do right multiple a day, it's not great. <laughs> I mean, it's still good. It's just. It's you, still good, you, but you I, gotta, I don't. I want to win. I want that feeling again. <laughs> How do I get that feeling again? Wait. That, that first time. Liz, that's called smiling. Everybody remembers that. Is that what that is? <laughs> yeah. We all thought you had gas. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, that feeling of happiness. <laughs> what is this feeling that's come <laughs> over me? I feel warm and friendly. <laughs> uh, today's Team Riz member of the day brought to you by Mattress Direct is from Trenton, Illinois. It's Nicky Jones. Yeah. Yeah. I thought you just said oh. Naked Jones. Nikki, no. It's Nicky Naked Jones. <laughs> Nicky Naked Jones. Uh, Nikki has uh, felt like a Team Riz member since day one of the show. She listens live on her commute to Creve Corps and then listens to the podcast later in the afternoon. Hey, when you drop by, wave. Yeah, hi, bye. Uh, she finds the guys relatable in their own different ways, which reminds her of her group of friends. And she says, we seem very genuine. And she loves when we share stories of our lives, uh, our lives outside the studio. And she loves being a podcast weirdo as well and having uh, water cooler chats about things that happen on the show with coworkers and other family members. Well, I, I think Nikki is deserving mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. of such a high honor. Team Riz member of the day gets a super sweet Team Riz member of the day soccer jersey. Get yourself signed up. 1057thepoint.com slash Team Riz.
Rizzuto Show. Welcome back. Our phone number, 3146-WALKER, 3146-WALKER. Cameras in chat room, 1057thepoint.com slash Riz on the socials. At R-I-Z-Z Show, your emails. Riz Show at 1057thepoint.com. We're going to make our real or fake picks later on. Listen, all I need is for Jeff or King Scott, just get your lock right. That's all I'm asking for. <laughs> nope, I'm asking for you guys to get it wrong. Just get your lock Just right. Just get your lock right. I don't care what else happens. That's what I'm screaming inside my own head, too. Just get your lock right. Can you right. believe these two? Used to. Come on, man. Are winning. I, I don't have any basis of why you could give us crap Can right you now. close it out? <laughs> Please. I don't get it. Yeah, it feels like normal. Yeah. Between you two, you guys have like a 96% losing percentage. <laughs> so far, I have 100%. Yeah. So you both have 19 points. Your lock... We'll, we'll close that out, 21 points. Patrico sits in last place with 10 points. And uh, Moon and myself, I think we have 16 points each. Correct. This is by far the poorest I've ever performed. It, barring a miracle, which which can happen for can sure. Can happen yeah. for sure, which has happened before. Listen, all I need is if for we them. all remember the great comeback of 2017. Yeah, that's <laughs> true. I think yesterday, yeah, it was either yesterday or the day before was the... <laughs> Two-year anniversary of you going four-coat spray tan. That's right. It was around Halloween. Yeah. Damn, Greek Fire cool. played uh, that, no. uh, that mile, uh, mile. It was the, it was mile the 277. Mile 277 show that, that yeah. day. Well, it wasn't Greek Fire. Well, it wasn't bags. that just as. You sure oh, it was, it was dirt, dirt bags, bags or was it a solo show? It was a dirt bags. Because you I got up on stage right. and did, there, and did yeah. Baby Got You're Back. Right. You're right. Um, yeah. You're right. Yeah, I showed up that afternoon at the spray tan place. Went home. <laughs> yeah. Had to put towels on the bed because I was uh I was orange. <laughs> Tried to take a nap, couldn't. And I just remember mile two seven seven. I just remember <laughs> you showed up to mile two seven seven. It was dark. And they had the black light. All you saw was teeth. All you saw was <laughs> glowing teeth. Yeah, you were because you were maroon. Yeah, all you saw was teeth. Uh, let's get to uh, some of your emails. Riz Show at 1057thepoint.com. Uh, speaking of Greek Fire, our first emailer says, I just watched the Greek Fire video for On Top of the World, the music video on YouTube, and I got to be honest, when the chorus came, I laughed because all I heard was that sound by the wrist <laughs> plays to make fun of it. What do you mean? This? That's this? That's actually Moon. Alright. Oh, they want to know where you got that. The internets. Yeah. <laughs> I literally typed the in internets. Yeah. Top of the world cover. There's well, a couple yeah, that are. Yeah, there's some good ones. Stellar. There are hundreds of them. Um, after the success with Big Hero 6, there was hundreds of videos, especially coming out of uh, of Asia, because it did so well over there. How about this? This is not bad, this one. On top of the world, on top of it all, trying to feel invincible. Pretty good. Yeah. There's, uh, there's, there's one where there's a guy standing on, like, a cliff, and he is oh, yeah, murdering it. I think it's this guy, maybe. On top of the oh, yeah. world, That's on top there's like a school one too, remember? The school, yeah. Like he's in an abandoned oh, I got that something. one too. The school is what this one kills me. Oh man. 
It's like a play. This is the school one? This yeah. is the school. Remember, I, I always said... Like, like, produced a video on the playground? Yeah. Remember, I always said that this is the one where he's like, I'm going to make it in this town. <laughs> Darn it, anyway. Nothing's going to stop Today is the day, guys. I don't care if I've never Here met goes. my father. <laughs> it's a brand new day, everybody! And I'm gonna make it. Hooray! I'm gonna take it to the stage! I do remember the nights! Oh! This is actually my demo. <laughs> oh, who could forget this one? A, B, C, D, E, F, G, H, I, J, K, L, See, that's when I was working on the lyrics. <laughs> Strumming on a just some go, kind of instrument. Just go ahead and put that ukulele down. Like, we're good. Yeah, the uh, the ukulele does not match up with the uh, no. with what's going on with the singing, but good try. That one's tricky. But they do go on to say very cool video, very good message, and the kid in the video was also very cool. Thanks. Yeah, he was a uh, he was cast perfectly. We were looking for. Um, uh, One of your kids on the East Coast? <laughs> no. Well, well we were... just tell him what happened. Since then, he's robbed three banks. Oh, <laughs> yes. no. Tommy's a cool kid. That's too bad. It really is. <laughs> he's, he's older he's now. In, he's in uh, 20. Leavenworth. <laughs> <laughs> Next. Uh, a couple more emails about Riz Show Live. Sure. Uh, just wanted to say I had an awesome time at the Riz Show Live. I do have a thought for you guys to do it again, though, or when you do it again, if you do it again. Fiance and I got there right after doors opened, and it was packed. We're on the shorter side, so standing in back is not a good view, LOL. Not complaining, but was wondering if you guys were Sounds to do like this it. again. That's, that's a complaint. I'm sorry. Not that's complaining, a... but... That, that is a complaint. <laughs> Uh, would you do this at the pageant or somewhere where there's better visibility? Be an option for those those of us that are vertically challenged. Listen, I'm still in the I'm still in the afterglow of what happened last Friday, so right. we'll, we'll discuss future ratio live events a little farther down the road. But if you're uh, vertically challenged, I mean, get there a little early, I guess. If, yeah, that's yeah. one way of doing it. I listen circumstances. We they never dictated s- that uh, they couldn't get there early. I we, don't know. We never said no stilts, right? Yeah, perhaps some yeah. could stilts have worn stilts. I mean, it didn't say. Yeah, no that reminds stilts. me. Before the show today, I, so I got a new car, and uh, <laughs> it's a little longer than my old Jeep. <gasps> you got to, did you get the stretch limo? Uh huh. Did you? Oh, bump, nice. Did you bump something? No, 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 no. But uh, normally, where I parked my my old two door Jeep, it was in the compacts only section of the parking lot. Which I still think you could get it. In I there. probably could, but yeah. I've been kind of I've been kind of adjusting. That's why you've been parking in a different spot. Yeah, because I'm kind of adjusting around to see where. It's been thoroughly confusing. When I get here, I'm like, whoa, whoa, what's wrong? What's wrong with Riz? Where is he? Where and, is he? And what did I tell you yesterday? You're probably gonna upset some people. Yep. Yeah. Well, you did take somebody's spot. Yeah. Well, somebody said something to me. Mm-hmm. I I knew that was gonna happen. Just <laughs> I knew it. Just in the kitchen. That's yeah. what I said. That's what I said to you. Right and this guy show. came up to me. and Goes, man, you pissed a lot of people off yesterday. Right? I told I said, you. Huh? Well, I'm thinking. What did I say? <laughs> I know exactly <laughs> what you said because you've said it before. I thought it was something I said on the radio. I'm, I'm trying. I'm going back. What did I say? Did I offend somebody? I don't think so. And he goes, man, you parked in a different spot yesterday. I said, ugh. Then get here earlier and get your own spot. <laughs> Whoever gets here first gets their own spot. 
Early I, bird gets the worm. I told you yesterday. Did I not say to you yesterday? I go, you threw off the whole system, and you are definitely going to irritate somebody. I'm going to start parking and in different did. spots every day. Then. The system is broken. <laughs> Remember when we first got here? I they were like, they, everybody in the building was like, now I got to park next to a big red truck. Okay. Then if you have a problem here, get here earlier than the big red truck. That's yeah. funny. Yeah. If you have an issue with it, get here before me. I dare you. It's disrupting routine. You won't. Yeah. You, you won't. You of all the people should know how that feels. Yeah, but like I, how upsetting I, that I can, be. can complain about it because I get here, one of the first people here. Mm-hmm. Plenty of spots at that Plenty point. Plenty of spots available. Plenty of spots. I also see what my car a little longer. I'm kind of at a turn. I'm also afraid of somebody cutting in too close and then clipping my back. You know what I mean? Yeah, I get it. You'll I was going to say those all those spots on that row are compact, and Moon parks his truck there. That's true. You got a reverse camera? I do. Oh, you're fine then. Then reverse in. Oh, so, I can do that because yeah. you can because you can you're high enough you can hang over that curb just a little bit like I do. Yeah. Because the the uh, the vehicle in which you have replaced has replaced you recently, and it's far bigger. This than is your only car. the second day I'm doing this. Uh, well, I mean, I've noticed both days and I've mathed it out. <laughs> <laughs> Next. Uh, Rich is a uh, Team Riz member, so I have to, by contract, love him, but I hate that he wrote this in. So can Riz uh, now claim that he has sold out both Pops and Helium? Oh, you're goddamn right. Of course Mm. he can. (laughs) Thanks, Rich. Bringing that up. Appreciate that. I'll be bringing that up frequently. No. (laughs) You got to be kidding me, really? Uh, Not to mention the second fastest ever, you know, selling out of Pops. (laughs) (laughs) And how how many years has Pops been around? Lots of them. 75? Yeah. 75 years, let's say. <laughs> let's Second say. ever fastest. I'm pretty sure it's like 30, but it's 75. Second ever fastest selling show. <laughs> fastest selling out. That makes sense? Yep. Fast, somebody, second second fastest, fastest sellout. Second fastest yeah. sellout. Yes, you got it. Riz, Thank somebody you. asked in the uh, chat room what type of car you got, and I don't know if I got the model or, or correct or not, but is it pronounced Bigfoot? <laughs> <laughs> it's a, a 2018 None of Your Business. <laughs> That's a new model, right? <laughs> it's the uh, Stop Asking Me About It edition, right? Mm-hmm. No, that is a true fact about the Pops thing. Yeah. And what an honor that is. Um, and who's this? The number one is, who's this Post Malone guy? Yeah, uh, he's, he's a, a nobody. Kind of a big he deal. sold that a quicker. I want, I want the stats, by the way, on that. 37 years. I want to know how, how much quicker. <laughs> oh, I bet it was quicker. You bet? Yeah. Cause he, cause he was sell, he was, he was doing arenas, and then all of a sudden he was like, "I'm gonna do a small club show, like a mm. small run of clubs." It was it, he had already established himself when he came back. Yeah, that was six and a half minutes, probably. Yeah, I mean, Post it was Malone? Well, I'm just saying it was probably one of those. serving yes. server crashing. I want the numbers. Well, speaking of numbers, it's been around since 1981. That's 37 years. Uh huh. As I said, around 75 years. <laughs> Next, boy, this is messed up. Morning, uh, morning, guys. Sunday, I was with my wife enjoying my uh, day until she dropped this messed up info on me about my neighbor's husband. Okay, so this is the dad that lives, I guess, next door. She told me that my neighbor's husband will clean his daughter's underwear with a toothbrush when it's that time. What? Of the month. What the hell just happened? (laughs) What? Do it again? No. Nope. <laughs> the week this happens, he will go into her room while she is sleeping and look for said garment. You got it. 
You got to be kidding me. I'm she out. is a young teenager, I believe. The neighbor says that he's a good father for doing that. I think he's a weirdo, a creep, or possibly worse. Do they not have a washing machine? I hope it's what a if- sonic care thing that's a little better at cleaning. What is happening with this email? This I need more details, please. Uh, the only thing I have here is wife said not to say anything, but I had to write you guys. I will never be able to look at these two the same and will definitely keep my distance I from don't. Uh, first of all, I don't buy this. The wife said not to say anything, so I told the radio station. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> keep this to yourself, so make sure you write it into the biggest morning show in St. Louis. Yeah. Jeez. So I told the morning show that sold out Pops and... Uh, <laughs> Record time. <laughs> just just longer than Post Malone by a few minutes. Has anybody heard of anything like this? Because this no, is certainly the craziest thing I've ever heard in my life. No. With a toothbrush. I have teenage daughters, and I've never even thought of this. Thank God, Jeff. Something yeah, very, God, very wrong. that you have to say that. I, well, I'm saying. You creep me out just the fact that you said that. What? Uh-huh. <laughs> Uh-huh. Okay, next. I don't really know where to go with that. This is from Anonymous. Heard the email about the kids at the movies being too young yesterday. Ten-month-old and something else. Yeah, and a toddler. They, they were brought to uh, Halloween. the Halloween movie. And shockingly, they were a problem. Uh, I have another situation I'd like your opinion on. This weekend, the extended family went pumpkin picking, and one couple brought along their seven-week-old baby. Oh, seven weeks. Seven-week-old baby. It's uh, too early. Baby slept about the first half of the time but did not like the tractor ride and was crying and being loud the entire last half because he was hungry and couldn't get fed because we were in the middle of a field. I've never really been around babies that much in my life, but is that too young to be taking Am your baby Am I wrong by saying if you have a, a seven-week-old on a tractor, that's pretty loud. Yeah, I, I think. think yeah. What, what is it? Isn't I always it? be worried about the the hay and everything in the air. Yeah, yeah that too. I thought it was always like twelve weeks before you can even leave the house, or uh, like when they, they recommend leaving. They the house. They scaled that back a bit. They scaled that back a bit. <laughs> when I first started having kids, they would like keep them in a bubble. I yeah, I I would think that the, the sound <laughs> of the tractor, you know, loud loud noises, and yeah, being out in in, in the hay and. Who knows yeah. what the hell disease is that thing? But think all the photo opportunities. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you put the little baby in a carved-out pumpkin. That's oh, cute. cute. Yeah. Yeah. First Halloween, yeah. first pumpkin yeah. patch, uh-huh. first this, first that. Got to get out there right away. Got to get there right away. Have it crying next to the scarecrow. Eight weeks old to skydiving, I believe. <laughs> <laughs> Tandem. I mean, don't let them go course, by themselves. Come on. Yeah. Didn't Wasn't your guys' first water ski between eight and ten weeks? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. I thought so. I, I, to be honest with you, I was a late developer. It was 12 weeks. <laughs> but. Yeah, I think it's a bit too young, personally, but. Yeah. Got to get out there and get those pictures, man. Of course. Social Very media important. ain't going to post itself. No. Very important. Little uh, Caleb's uh, first uh, first time with a pumpkin patch. Caleb. <laughs> got to get it out there on Instagram. <laughs> he got lost Very in the maze. <laughs> to each his own. Because, listen, if, if, if there was no pictures, then we're bad parents. That's right. And. Obviously, he had a crappy, crappy Halloween. You have to take my word for it that we were there because there's no picture. Sorry. Yeah, to each his own. But when nephew Kevin comes over when he's like eight, he's got an inhaler, you go, I know why that happened. He's got hey, an inhaler know, and he hates pumpkin pie. You know <laughs> <laughs> we don't know why. You know you Caleb's a, a crack addict, right? Yeah, I heard his parents didn't take him to the pumpkin oh, patch. My he he's got irrational fear of tractors. <laughs> <laughs> Terrible parenting. Next. 
Uh, this girl's name is either Sarah St. Charles or if she's Sarah from St. Charles. Uh, first, let me say that I love the show and all of you guys. You make me laugh and smile every morning, and I am not a morning person. Second, I have a request for Moon. I saw you at the Walmart yesterday and was even walking right behind you. Were you at Walmart yesterday? <laughs> yeah, I was. <laughs> I was briefly finishing up some of that uh, Halloween costume shop. She says she was walking right behind you for about an hour, hour and a half. No big deal. <laughs> right. No, for a minute or two. She says, not in a creepy stalker way. We were just going the same way. And I wanted to ask for a picture, but I'm too shy. Plus, you looked like you were in a hurry. At least that's what I'm telling myself. Do me a favor and confirm that you were in a hurry. And my stopping you for a picture would have been an inconvenience. You know what he loves? Lies you have to. If you're walking behind him, you just clip the back of his leg. Yeah. <laughs> you just kick the one leg into the back of the other. He loves that. <laughs> the Joke ever you yeah. love that right joke. I just step on my heels and, and my between shoe comes his off. shoulder blades push at the same time. <laughs> yeah. and, and then run away. And then say, dork, and run. And also, whenever he's not looking, make sure to throw things in his cart. So when he gets up front, he buys it. <laughs> yeah, no cart. Those, those in and out. What are you buying? I told you, we were just there to get a, a couple scraps of uh, Halloween things that we needed. Mm. And... Uh, well. The girls went one way to go get uh, some some things, and the boys and I went another way. Well, you got you got spotted. Yeah, and uh, no, you, you could have asked for a photo. That I was in a hurry, but a photo is easy. Because you, you always carry them on you, photos. <laughs> yeah. Can I have a photo? Sure, a here you go. <laughs> Eight by ten. Pre-signed. <laughs> Pre-signed, yeah. Next. Uh, this is Garrett. Hey, guys, couple two, three-time emailer here. Got something that's worthy of a riz complaining about on the air. I was at the gas station today in line to get a fountain soda, and this dude in sweatpants in the middle of the day fills his soda, takes a drink, refills it, and does it three times in a row, then puts a lid on it, finds a straw, and finally turns around, and I say, really, dude? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I'm impatient, but some people have stuff to do. Thought I'd share. Thanks, guys. So Garrett. he knows you're waiting. Right. So he, you know, fills up, takes a sip. Fills up again, takes yeah. a sip, fills up, takes a sip, and then finally shuts the lid and, and leaves. Yeah. Wow, what a dick. Yeah. And I'm guessing it's not the whole foam, you know, on the foam so you can that's, get it down. That's what it. I was thinking it I was. I was thinking that too, but He's, I mean. You fill it up, it's got three. the bubbles, and then you do the, yeah, then you fill it up. How much, bu- how, how much it depends. bubble is there going to be? If it's crappy carbonation, then it's going to be He's checking the syrup mix. <laughs> oh, come on, man. It ain't just about you. We live in a civilized society. Where you're supposed to look out for your neighbors. Yeah. That's happened to me a bunch of times, and it's never once been a blip on my radar. Really? No, because I'm like, all right, I'm waiting for them to finish, and then I will, whatever I mean, they're going to do. It's probably a 30-second inconvenience, but right. still. Whatever they're doing, I'm going to wait it's, until it, I go. the man is oblivious to everybody else around him. Yeah. Isn't that kind of cheating, too? A little bit? I think the guy's mistake, though, is that he got in line behind someone in sweatpants. Yeah, that, that's <laughs> where everything fell apart. Yeah. Yeah. be here forever. Yep. Yeah. Behind sweatpants guy. <laughs> Come on, sweatpants guy. We were uh, we were at Big Chief in uh, Wildwood, in Wildwood yeah. the other day, Sunday after we went to Six Flags, and uh, me and my son went to the men's room to go wash our hands. You know, after touching all that disgusting things, those disgusting things in Six Flags, and uh, a gentleman had just come out of the of one of the stalls and kind of cut in front of us to go to the sink. There's one sink, and you'd think this guy's scrubbing in for surgery, <laughs> knowing there was two people behind him too. This guy had to scrub down for at least five minutes. Wow. Five minutes? Uh, let's say three minutes. Four <laughs> minutes. Four minutes max. So probably a minute and a half. Four, mi- like four, minutes is, four minutes is a song. 
He was there for it a was, full song? Uh, it would probably a full song. Wow. This man scrubbed in for surgery. Did you say, I hope the surgery goes well as he was walking and away? The, and the bathroom's not that, that big. It's not roomy. And there's, right, no, there's only one sink. It's all very old school, yeah. Very old school. Yeah. I hope I remember that. I want to I say that next time somebody takes too long. I hope the surgery goes well. <laughs> Good luck, house. <laughs> Good luck, house. <laughs> yeah, Dr. House is in front of us, scrubbing in. <laughs> hey, can I ask, what, what's Big Chief? It's a restaurant. Oh. Oh, the, dude, they have, uh, you know what? We used to do the wingdings, the uh, the uh, St. Louis wingdings. Yep. We were judges. And they would consistently either win or at least like top five every time for their wings. They have smoked wings. Yeah. You, I mean, they have you, they have the trophies out there actually too, and you just just consider it a wait when you go there too on a Friday or Saturday. You got to hit it right. Yeah, They're great smoked wings. Well, you know it's it, worth it. Totally worth the wait. Don't get me wrong. To be fair, if it's a wing place, the guy was probably a mess, and I, I'd have washed my hands for that long too. Well, that's a good point. Yeah. Well, True. but he was washing after, 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 after he left the bathroom, bathroom. A wee bit. out of the bathroom. Um, it's it's not only wings. No, no. Huh? They got great food. They got great chicken. There. And yeah, but the man he said been, he came out of the stall. Yeah, but yeah, he went to the bathroom. And the man was planning on eating with his hands. Oh, you're saying oh, you're preparing saying to prepping. eat. Yeah, gotcha. Uh, one more, Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> this one's a bit of a bummer, but we're going to help out. So this is about somebody named Will who goes to school at uh, Limburg High School. Moon and I went there, yeah. uh, and uh, they he is suffering from uh, he's fighting T cell leukemia. He's been doing it since 2017, desperate need of bone marrow transplant. And, I mean, this is really cool because they did a local community bone marrow registration drive hosted by the soccer team, fellow classmates, even rival school freaking soccer teams uh, got in on this, and the St. Luligans, too. No match was found. Uh, and then uh, earlier in the day, his uh, whenever the day this email was written, his family announced that he's going to be receiving a bone marrow donation from his sister, but his sister's only a partial match. So that can help, but obviously they need a full match. Uh, so they're looking for help to promote this. So they gave some links, and hopefully oh, we, let's can, put them on our we can post them okay. up and mm-hmm. everything. Send so them over. Be... We'll, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll give you uh, full saturation on the Riz Show social media. Yeah, thank you. That, uh, good luck to Will, man. Yeah, That's, good luck. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll do Thinking what we can you. for you. All right, thank you all for your emails. The Pseudo Show, traffic and weather. All right, we'll do some news after the break. It is 7.13 on this Tuesday. Another look at your traffic and weather. Here is Patrico. Pinky is what I call my penis. Has a children's book coming out. If you were to ask people which one of us has a children's book coming out, who would they guess? I I think everybody would guess correctly. Moon? Nope. I think people would guess Moon. I think I so do, too. I do not. He has the really? most. He has the most use for one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, all those kids. Listen, <laughs> listen. I think. 
that everybody, even though you think they wouldn't because of the the, the ongoing joke, I think everybody Check would. Check it. King Scott. <laughs> Can you write? The funny thing is, King Scott, <laughs> yeah. he, he actually does have a whole bunch of like uh, kids' books. I don't well, he's know got a childlike mind. Yeah, I don't know. Did you no offense. Him, did you ever get him published? Shake your head yes or no? No. no but no. he does have a whole like series. Oh, you do? Oh, wow. oh yeah. Well, Jeff Burton, Jeff Burton has a children's book coming out. Yeah. Published and everything. Out published and it's out now? Yeah. Oh, I thought it was coming out this weekend. No, there's a book fair this weekend that I'm doing, but it's available online now to purchase. Yeah. This man is a published author. How about that? Right here. Thanks, man. I'm looking at you. I'm looking at you right now, Jeff. Would you like to see a copy of Published it? author. Remember the other day when we you were have like- a hard copy? Yeah. Remember the other day when I was like, hey, and here's my new business card. I'm going to need that back. This yeah. is the only one I have, so I'm going to need Let me it. see it. <laughs> There it is. Look at this. Look at wow. It's called the uh it's called the trunk. That's not it. <laughs> oh, it's the watering hole. <laughs> that thing's about six years in the making, seven years. The, in the watering making. hole is a children's book. That looks written awesome. by Jeff Burton, illustrated by uh, Brooke Renfro. This is for this is for reals a children's book. Congratulations, Jeff. Thanks, man. Thank you very much. It's just been. I know you've been working on this for a long time. Wanted to do for a very long time. And the fact that you wanted to write a children's book is another show. I know. <laughs> <laughs> That's a whole nother therapy session. Where can somebody buy this book? <clears throat> Outthewindowbooks.com. Oh, I like how you ended it with the end. Yeah, right. I was debating on that. I wasn't sure. It says the end. Uh, it's, that's don't how give you know away the ending. That's how you know it's finished. It says the end. Don't give away the ending. Now, is this one of those where there's like hidden things in it? Like the uh, What was the series where you're always looking for the little spider? It was my favorite series when I was like four. Let me see that. Is that the Caterpillar one? No, no, no. That's the Caterpillar oh, one. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> that one's no, called this, the Caterpillar uh, one. Or am, I, or am I thinking of... Uh, no, no, no. This is a series. This is not where the wild things are. There was a series where you were like trying to find this little spider in, no all, in all the pages and all the illustrations. You're not hiding any... Uh, no. Uh, creepy things? No, I don't think <laughs> I should hide things in my children's book. I'm just saying. No, it is a for real... Like for Oh, it's a picture book. So like Tony's kids' ages, you know, like. But you don't have to read it for them. Yeah, I mean, it's it's a picture book to where there are words, but you know, the and the, and the graphics and the animals are really what should. You yeah, know, it's a, what ages though? I mean, I'm, I'd probably say up to four, four five, something like that. Ooh. Oh, about the author. <clears throat> Let me see. I want to see about the author. <laughs> You're gonna read it. I'm gonna read it. No way. No way. Is no it way. About the author. Born and raised in Fenton, Mo. Jeff Burton is up for entertaining people. He likes making people smile and forget any worries for a few minutes. Jeff has been on the radio since 1932. <laughs> <laughs> That's a typo. Now, supposed to be 33. And is now part of the Rizzuto Show on 105.7 The Point. Jeff co-founded Beeline Stuff Clothing in 2017, a clothing line dedicated to spreading positivity one word at a time. Well, there you go, Jeff. Congratulations. Thank you. Would you like much. to hear the description of the book on the website? Where's the website? I can't find it. it he just said, it's, what is it? Out, out the Window Books. Oh, Out so, the... Wait, I... A variety of characters realize they have a similar need in this delightful little tale about being kind to others, making new friends, and working together to solve a problem. It's about woodland creatures that wouldn't normally get along. They have to come together. Is this and... a metaphor for us? Oh, my gosh. I just realized that all your hikes yes. have been research projects. <laughs> yes. Exactly. Are we all one of the characters? <laughs> no. Oh, okay. But that was thought of, for sure. Like, we'd all be one of the characters in, in one the of the rewrites, it definitely was you, thought of. Your wife just thought you were trying to get out of the house and, you know, away from it, but you were just doing research. Uh, Looking for the elephant. <laughs> as far as, like, who is this for? It's listed in teens and children. Okay. 
and it has zero reviews. I'm about to put my first one here. First Do review, it. one star. Oh, oh, what a douche. Wow. One star Did, about the author. Jeff's a jerk. Are <laughs> you? Uh, so you <laughs> didn't sell one copy already. So you're going to be at this book fair. Where Where is this at? Yeah, it's a. Hang on a second. My phone just. Did the thing. Uh, St. Louis Indie Book Fair. It's this Saturday, 10 a.m. to 4.30. Uh, let's see. 34.53 South Jefferson. There you go. South block, uh, A block south of uh, Cherokee Street. The old St. Matthew Church. Well, wouldn't you know it? Out the Window Books has uh, has your book as their uh, avatar right now. Oh, look at that. Yeah. By, by the way, the book you're thinking of, Moon, is called Little Critters. Oh, oh, let me, let me see. It's like a shaggy-looking uh, uh, kind of... Uh, he almost looks like the guy from Fraggle Rock, like the bad guys. Yeah, that's it. Oh, I don't know that one. I by know the, those. By you the guys... way, this is the guy who emailed in and said he wrote a book called, it's called We Are Legend, which is also on the website, that has a mention of the show. Oh, the it. guy that owns the... Yeah, Shane is his okay. name, Shane Bowen. Dude, I'm telling you, those those books with the, with the little spider, those are the greatest, you know, uh, pre-kindergarten, kindergarten-y type of books. Oh, yeah? For any kid. I never heard of them. They're great. Well, congrats, Jeff. Thank the watering you for, hole. The, uh, for uh, next letting me to the talk hole. about it, man. Thank you. The Watering Hole? Yes, sir. Out now. Outthewindowbooks.com. All right, let's do some news. Oh, yeah. We're going to do some news. And your news being sponsored by... Club Fitness. Uh, more violence in the Tower Grove Heights neighborhood. A retired St. Louis police sergeant was shot and killed near Tower Grove South early yesterday morning. What a terrible story. 67-year-old Ralph Harper parking his car in the 3100 block of Lackland when somebody shot him. Cops think they were trying to rob him. And the two actually exchanged gunfire, and the retired sergeant was rushed to the hospital where he died. They did get the gunman. And now members of the Tower Grove Heights Neighborhood Association said they need more surveillance cameras in the area. There's been a lot of news coming out of that section of the uh, section of the city over the past year or two. Are you going to talk about what they have found in most of the violence? Yes. Okay. Like the connection? Yeah, I, I think we may be talking about the okay. same thing, but... Um, so they want to put cameras near near what they're saying are key intersections, and they need to raise some more money. Why the city is not stepping in to pay for this stuff, I have no idea. But they're going to hold a fundraiser on November 10th at a Blackthorn Pub from 1 to 4. So they're hoping to, they're hoping to raise some money there. Just so you know, in the 72 hours before Sergeant Harper was, was killed, criminals committed at least 12 separate armed robberies across the city. Six in South City, three in Dutchtown, one woman carjacked by the restaurant Crafted in Tower Grove East, which is a pretty hot and trendy restaurant now. Mm -hmm. Another guy held up by two people in Carondelet, and at least four of the robberies involved victims in their mid to late 60s. That's the connection. That was my Just like Sergeant Harper. Yeah. They they seem to be targeting... Elderly. Or older. Older. Yeah. Man. I saw yesterday on the news they were saying that... It looks like they are specifically going after those that they what the, what's the word they use those that they feel like they could easily overpower. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and there was also another report of carjacking yesterday along Westminster Place in the Central West End. And Channel Five actually had a good story yesterday about the increasing number of carjackings. Like why? And in the past, the mayor has blamed car technology. For the higher numbers. How do you think those are connected? Car technology? Car technology. Makes perfect sense. 
Not the remote starts. While advanced technology makes it nearly impossible to hotwire a car. Oh. Meaning criminals have to literally mm. take people who have keys and, and steal from them. Gotcha. So it's face-to-face violence to steal a car with keys. No reason to go up to a car that doesn't have the driver behind the wheel, mm-hmm. basically. Because wow. you're not going to be able to steal it. Damn. Now with the keys, with the, with the, you know, with the, the key fobs mm-hmm. and, the, and the chips. And Channel 5 also talked to a former police officer who was turned into a, a defense lawyer. And he said that, yes, car technology is a factor when it comes to the carjackings now. But he said you can't ignore the long-standing issues in the city. Number one, a long-time shortage of St. Louis police officers. Number two, issues with the friggin' circuit attorney's office. Mm. And he says on that tip, he talks about staff shortages over there and community relations in the, in, in the respect to actually prosecuting some of these crimes. Like they have to call the feds in. Because they're so shorthanded or because there's so many of them or both? Or they're not mm. prosecuting. Yeah. I wonder if that frustration is why this guy, you notice he he's a former police officer that's now a defense lawyer. Yeah, that seems to be an odd transition. Went over to the other side of the plate there. That is an odd transition as far as jobs go. Yeah. A couple of uh, businesses in St. Peter's are asking for some help recognizing a pair of burglars who were caught on surveillance cameras breaking into their places. The first place is a place called Ham and Egg. Love that place. Mm. It's Heard on a Harvester Road. And and looking at the surveillance video, these look like kids who broke into this place, or at least early, early 20s or late teens. That's like an old, that's an old Sonic. So they broke in a ham and egg. They uh, stole a, a bunch of iPads. They stole some tools. They actually broke in twice over the weekend, getting in through a back door. One of the kids is actually seen looking up at the camera before moving it to get out of its view. They do look real young. And then you got a place called Hometown Floors, and they think the same two are responsible for breaking into their place, which is just a couple yards away from Ham and Egg. And they got into the showroom, also through a back door. They opened drawers. They sprayed a fire extinguisher all over the place. They helped themselves to some beers and also stole one of their vans. And St. Peter's Police found the van abandoned in front of the St. Louis Art Museum yesterday morning. And if you have any info... They would love to talk with you. Yeah, these look like real young kids. Yeah, they do. I'm watching the video right now. Yeah, I don't know if these are slap-on-the-wrist crimes either. Mm-mm. Breaking and entering, stealing a van. And, he, and, yeah, and the kid walks in, and it, I mean, it's clearly dark, and he's got his iPhone out with the light, with the flashlight mm-hmm. on. And, and you know what's funny is they took the... Uh, you know, I was like, why is there just an iPad sitting around there? But they've got, that's like how they do their register. That's like, it's one yeah, of those yeah, square yeah. things. Yeah, I wonder if they knew that because they know somebody that works there. Or they used to work there. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Well, if they used to work there, you could clear, I mean, you could see this kid on the, on the. Oh, yeah. I mean, you could look see. Look how it. young they look, too. Yeah. Yeah, show that around the high school. Yeah, he's got what like a cheesy shirt. mustache. I mean, and that's that's a that's a mom and pop shop, that ham and egg place. And and, and it's and it's the jam, by the way. But uh Yeah, it's really good. It, I mean that's just no, I've never been it should be ham, it's egg, good. and jam, though. Dude, it's good. You you would actually really like it. They do like like old style breakfast. Oh, I love a good breakfast. Yeah. I love a good breakfast place. Same if here, you're ever man. out that way, man, I'm telling you, they do mm-hmm. real good work. 
Uh, heads up, if you're going to be in the Bridgeton area tomorrow night, uh, former president or former vice president Joe Biden announces he's going to be uh, at a uh, get out and vote rally with Senator McCaskill. That's going to be tomorrow at the Machinist District 9 offices on uh, St. Charles Rock Road. Doors are at 6. So if you're going, huh, I wonder why there's a lot of traffic over here. That's why. He's also going to be at a rally in East St. Louis tomorrow afternoon. That's around 2 o'clock at the Iron Workers Local 392 Union Hall on Kings Highway. Boy, it's a crazy story, and I forget the guy's name that did it, but uh, two people stabbed yesterday. Yesterday morning around 11.30 in High Ridge. You had a 62-year-old woman found stabbed on Meadowlark Lane and a 39-year-old guy found on Bush Lane. I guess the streets are near each other. Both people taken to the hospital with serious injuries. And the, they caught the guy. What's his name? Dewey Barnett. Yeah, 38-year-old guy. Yep. And he hasn't been charged yet, but he was taken into custody on Meadowlark. And as far as what I read this morning, they didn't know a motive. It says here that uh, the sergeant said authorities do not know what led to the stabbings or the nature nature of the relationship between the three people. They said they're not related. Yep. And they don't know if they know each other in some other way. They say that the reason they don't know much right now is because they are, have not been able to talk to the victims. One, the, the woman is still in unstable condition. Wow. Damn. And the man is in stable but critical condition. Yeah, the guy that did the stabbing looks like a psycho, too, in his mugshot. Yeah, he does. When you got When you got to put the vest on... When you have your mugshot and you're and you're wearing a special vest, you know what he looks like. He looks like the guy that stabs somebody, and then when the cops arrest him, and they go, "Explain to me what happened," he goes, "I stabbed him," and just stares at you, mm-hmm. and you go, "Okay, we're going to arrest this guy." <laughs> well, is that that vest he's wearing? Is that an anti-suicide vest? Um, why do they put that on? Um, it's so they don't hurt. It's I think it's so they don't hurt themselves yeah, or yeah each other or whatever. He was a problem basically. Yes. Yeah. Uh, anybody here a fan of a uh, Vess soda? I was back in the oh, day for yeah. sure. Back in the day, that was a jam. I saw a whole bunch of people panicking on social media. Yeah, Vess orange, Vess grape back in the day. Oh yeah, a whole bunch of people panicking because uh, they've been going to stores in the area. And uh, there's been a shortage of Vest Soda. For what reason? I didn't know it was still around. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Every once in a while, we'll go to some kind of event and they'll have Vest in the cooler. Yeah, listen, man. The, the, the sun-kissed orange, that's good. And the other orange, that's good. But when you get some whistle. Mm-hmm. Whistle. It's, I mean, they're, are they out of Brighton? Uh, it's somewhere close. Somewhere close enough where it was in all the local. Yeah, yeah. Says it's primarily manufactured and distributed in St. Louis. I'm pretty sure it's here. Yeah. Like, I think Brighton. Is there another Bright- one out of Brighton? Brighton is ski soda. Ski. Oh, yeah. That's ski. what I'm thinking. Oh, ski. yeah. Ski. But Vest is but Vest Vest is, St. A, Louis. is a St. Louis company. It's it's like uh, in North City. It's kind of, it's kind of um, by. Is the one off of. There's a salvage page? yard. No. Well, what people were panicking, because remember that barbecue sauce went out of business? <clears throat> yeah. Oh, yeah. Malls. Malls was mm-hmm. last year. People like, oh, I guess Vess going out of business. Oh, you know what, Moon? You're right. It's a Shoots and Fifi. Oh, okay. Yeah, so it's near Limburg right yeah. there. Well, so there's a reason why there's a shortage. And, and not to panic, not going out of business. So a company called Refresco, North America, is the is the owner of Vess. And they say there's an aluminum can shortage. They just can't get enough cans to, to, uh, to can the stuff. 
They said that the bottling industry is facing can shortages, and the supplier who provides cans for vests, they're oversold. And the question is, why is there a shortage? Well, some industry experts say it's because uh, of an increase in demand for aluminum. Another say it's it's recent tariffs on aluminum. Uh, they have in, a, in the past they had a product vested uh, that was just like YooHoo called Vest Chocolate. Blah. Only lasted about. Uh, you like YooHoo? I love YooHoo. Oh, me too. Yeah. I hear Vest. I think soda. Yeah, and then I think here. chocolate soda. I love you. I hear Vest chocolate. Yeah. I haven't had a YooHoo in a long time. I love you too. Yeah, good stuff. I haven't had a YooHoo in. Anybody remember ages. Orangina? Orangina. Orangina. It's it was called Orangina. Yeah, I remember that. It's spelled- I think it was a Canada Dry. Was the, was the company? Oh, I don't remember that at all. Yeah, Canada Dry makes some great stuff. Canada Dry was the company. Yeah, that made it. Orange it looks Gina, like that. It looked like uh, the bottle, almost the bottom of the bottle looked like an orange. Yep. Yeah, it's a little glass bottle too. Yeah, right and you, there. You can get them in the little. Ooh, it's got pulp in it. Ones. That's probably why I never had it. Oh, they don't all have pulp. I don't this one says Orangina. Shake the pulp is the uh, is the is the tagline. Orangina. Do they still make those? I have no idea. Yeah, they they still make them. I'm pretty sure. And there's different flavors. There's like red ones. Yep. Uh, there's um sure huh. is. Huh. Yeah, those... well, no no problem with the vest stuff. Vests all good. They're just waiting for more cans. Original red, orange, lemon, and tropical. It was it was whistle that that was the orange vest. Yep, there it is. Oh boy. <laughs> what an interesting color. You want yourself a whistle? Yeah, I mean, dude, that when you were a kid, this was the the orange soda in St. Louis. Mm. Everybody had whistle in the back of the fridge. All right, that is the uh, the local stuff. The Rizzuto Show, traffic and weather. I will right, we'll take a break. We'll come back. More news, sports. Somebody is getting shot. Somebody is getting shot for their football pick uh challenge uh, picks. And the fact that there's a loser with 11 wins. How many games were there? 14. 14 games. No, 15. Even still, somebody with 11, right? I don't know. <laughs> Normally when you're counting your wins and losses, if you hit 9, 10, you're like, ah, Yeah, I'm pretty cool. safe. Yeah. Nope, not I may this not week. win, but I ain't going to get shot. That's basically guaranteed, obviously. Nope, not oh, at no, all. It's not. Not at all. We can do it, buddy. I'm hoping. Uh, prosecutors are seeking the death penalty against 46-year-old Robert Bowers. He's the a-hole from Pennsylvania who killed 11 people, hurt six others, when he went on a shooting spree inside that synagogue in Pittsburgh over the weekend. He was uh, shot by police during the attack, and he made his first court appearance yesterday handcuffed in a wheelchair. And he only spoke to confirm his name and say that he understood the 29 charges against him would include 11, uh, 11 counts of using a firearm to commit murder 
and the hate crime of obstruction of exercise of religious beliefs resulting in death. And during the attack, which lasted 20 minutes, he told police, I just want to kill Jews. A U.S. government network was infected with a virus because of an employee who had what a report described as an extensive history of watching porn on his computer at work. So I guess there was an audit and found that a U.S. geological survey network at a satellite imaging facility in South Dakota was infected after the employee visited thousands of porn pages that contained malware. Although he is in South Dakota. It was what else a satellite do? imaging facility. Come on. You got to pass the like, time. It's not like somehow. there's a Patricia's around the corner. Stop <laughs> it. Stop uh, it. Well, I'm all done with Minesweeper. <laughs> I'm bored of solitaire. I'm here at a satellite imaging facility in South Dakota. Hmm. Let's see if my phone's got service. Now, here's the thing. Do you think this guy was fired? I don't know. The, the report didn't say what happened to the employee. But investigators recommended that the uh, the U.S. Geological Survey enforce a, quote, strong blacklist of unauthorized websites and on the regular, please monitor employees' internet use. I would think that when you're at work, you should know not to go to Pornhub or YouPorn. I would think that'd be something that doesn't think. need to be written out, but <laughs> right. I guess nowadays it does. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just cover yourself. Well, because this guy could go, well, you didn't tell me not to do it. Right. You didn't say I couldn't go to you, porn. Speaking of porn, if this is a political hit job, it's an oddly specific one that seems pretty easy to prove or disprove. There is a 58-year-old guy named uh, Frank Separetto, and he is a Republican in the New Hampshire uh, State House of Representatives. And he's in his seventh term. And he's running for re-election next week. But he just hit a, and they're calling it a a serious road bump. Because a 38-year-old porn producer named Jonathan Carter, he's from Simi Valley, California, just sued him. According to Jonathan, he and Frank made a deal to produce pornos. And Frank was the star. Back in June, he flew out to California, filmed his scenes. But he was really unhappy with how they turned out. So the next day, he went to Jonathan's house and punched him in the head. (laughs) And the Simi Valley police decided not to press charges, but Jonathan is seeking unspecified punitive damages. I guess there's a lawsuit, and he says he has tape showing Frank in the porn to prove it happened. And as for Frank, he's claiming it's an extortion attempt and, quote, I don't know what you're talking about. I thought we were all done going after men. The hell does that even mean? I have mean? no idea. We were all done going after men. Is he as trying, far as to, he uh, trying put to... himself in the Brett Kavanaugh yeah. kind of, what? Kind of thing? Right? That, on, I mean, that's, that's if the guy went out to do a porn, then let's see the porn. Yeah. Show it. Show your work. Show your work. Weird. A uh, Twitter has become, am I right? The the biggest cesspool of all social media. It's the home of vicious mob, uh, uh, vicious mob attacks and harassment, unreal amounts of racism and hate, and bots trying to, you know, stoke hate and political divides. But don't worry, guys. Twitter has finally figured out how to fix it all, to fix things. 
You ready for the solution? Ready. Have you heard about this? I have not. Have not. This is what's going to solve all the problems as far as Twitter goes. Okay. All the hate, racism. Oh, are they going to put? Are they going to put it like a some security on people doing hate attacks. crimes and? Stuff no, like that? they just announced uh, they're going to uh, get rid of the like button. Oh, I feel better already. I was just going to say the heart button. I I I feel better. Problem already. solved. It's police officers no like bored on the street now solved. doing nothing. That's not a good idea. That makes it worse. Why do you say that? Let me get your reasoning because I because I got both sides of it. One okay. from uh, Jack Dorsey, St. Louis's own. Yeah, well, I'm, uh, assuming Twitter Twitter, right? I'm assuming he wants to get rid of it. Why do you think it's a bad idea? It's a bad idea for me and my followers because I I run multiple accounts, obviously, with the band. Take myself. take your take your. Well, no, no. Listen, I'm I'm saying the the band myself and the show. So. With those with those accounts, there's a lot of replies, a lot of people. There's a lot of interaction. That's our whole job is we interact uh, mm -hmm. on that. And one, I can't respond to everybody, but one of the, the key factors in interacting with people, and I think people appreciate this, and I appreciate this as a Twitter user, is when I like it, that's us acknowledging. You know, all of us do it, too. That's us acknowledging people that we that we read their thing that we appreciate their thing or whatever it may be without having to reply to you know 95 and responses an hour yes I, I understand that but take they're not caring about that part of it they want to take away the the the, the personal attacks and the racist stuff and the Twitter mobs and, and the like and getting rid of the likes do that that's what Jack Dorsey wants to do okay if I mean if that's the trade-off if that's the proven trade-off, then I'm all about that. He says that he thinks that getting rid of the like option will, quote, improve the quality of debate. In other words, if you want to support something, someone writes, you can't just click like. You'll either have to retweet it or preferably respond with a tweet. Well, that's... Okay, so that's good for him because then there's more interactions on Twitter. But, but will that really fix Twitter? No, that's making car security better, like you were saying earlier, and now you got to jump them to steal their car. Yeah, because the, the vast majority <laughs> of people who have kind of weighed in on this thing are very skeptical. One guy tweeted, and here's what and this is, I thought this was pretty profound. He goes, eliminating the like button will absolutely, certainly, 100% make the troll problem worse. The most common interaction here is the like, and it's friendly, and it's affirming. In new Twitter... The most common interaction will be a hostile reply. Mm -hmm. Who the hell wants that? And there's no word on when they plan on eliminating the, the, the button. They just say it's in the, quote, early stages. Either this was funny, too. We were listening to this before the show. Uh, Mike Gundy is the football coach at uh, Oklahoma State. And he had a great put down on Saturday after, after beating Texas when a reporter asked him about criticism on Twitter. And here's the coach. Criticism where? From where? Twitter, radio. Yeah. Oh, I oh. give a rat's about Twitter. It's a platform for people that are sitting home trolling an unemployment check, sitting in front of a keyboard. Social media and Twitter is what's destroying this country anyway. So that's how I feel about it, from politics to sports to whatever. It gives people a platform to bitch, and then other people are, like, needling it, and they're sitting at home, and they're late on a payment. So, anyway, that's how I feel. <laughs> pretty uh, pretty wide brush, but... <laughs> oh, you do Twitter? You must be late on a payment. <laughs> <coughs>
And just so you know, this next story here is a real story. So I'm going to give you the first line here. I'm going to give you the first line of the story, and you try to figure out what's going on here. You ready? A gynecologist is from Colorado named Barry King. He was charged with a misdemeanor count of harassment after dyeing a patient's vagina purple. Oh. He will have his conviction dropped if he goes two years without doing it again. Any idea what that could possibly be about? Like, why? <sighs> like, why you're asking? He was charged with a misdemeanor kind of harassment after dyeing a patient's vagina purple. Was this some, like, holistic medicine? No, it's even worse. Attempt. Was it around Mardi Gras? No, this goes back to last <laughs> year. And uh, one of Dr. King's employees, a breast cancer survivor, she had a double mastectomy. She had just found a uh, vaginal lesion. And she was worried that her cancer was uh, was back. And I guess she was in between doctors. She asked Dr. King if he would give her an exam. And Dr. King said, okay. And at the end of the exam, he told the woman to ask her husband to look at her lady bits when, when she went home. Later that day, she noticed purple dye on her toilet paper after using the bathroom. The next day, he went to work, or she went to work, and uh, said the doctor was acting, uh, her words, really giddy. And, and he later admitted that he dyed her vagina. Told her it was a joke. It was a joke for her husband. And to add to this, what, what are these, what this woman's going through, her trauma, because remember, she thinks, I'm, I may have cancer again. Right. The doctor told all her coworkers about the prank. And she wound up calling the cops, and Dr. King was charged with harassment, not sexual assault, because prosecutors told her they didn't think uh, they could prove sexual intent. And the doctor pleaded guilty to harassment and will have his conviction dropped in two years if he could manage not to harass anyone at that time period. Do you promise not to dye any more vaginas purple? Right. <laughs> He's also got to apologize to the uh, to the woman and do 100 hours of public service. What an a-hole. Yeah, is this dude just a dope in general? Yes. Or does he just go stupid? Yes. Man? No, he's a dope. Dope, yes. Tomorrow's Halloween, and uh, that's begging the question, uh, how's your uh, Christmas? Yeah. <laughs> just, just started. Did you really? I actually thought about it yesterday, yeah. A new survey asked people if they started buying gifts yet and uh, prepared to feel like a slacker because they've started. Believe me, I usually don't start until two weeks into December. But for some reason yesterday, I was like, oh, this would be good. And About a third of people have started their Christmas shopping. Yep, Julie did. I've been coming home with boxes out front, and she's like, just give them to me. They're Christmas. Just give them to me. They're Christmas. Okay. Yeah. And now, listen... Within the next two months, you're going to be out there. You're going to be probably buying a lot of gift cards. Yeah. My wife is a Black Friday shopper. She gets everybody oh, done right. on that one day. That's right. She loves that, doesn't loves she? Loves it. Absolutely loves it. Hmm. So gift cards. I love getting gift cards. For I people. do, too. Guy, yeah. get what you want. Yeah. We were going through the store yesterday, like we mentioned earlier, and my son goes, uh, he's like, can we go look at the Xbox game? I was like, yeah, we got everything we need, though, but, you know, we, we can go look. We go and look. And the first thing he sees is not a game. It's not a new console or controller. It's a gift card. Oh, I'm sure. I'm and, sure. And he'd be psyched with that. Yeah, and it says 100 bucks on it. He goes, this is all I need, Dad. And My son like, would be the same way. Yeah, which I get. But eight years old, so I go, uh, you sure, man? Like, that's all you're going to open. 
Like, you just want to open one little card and just be done and watch everybody else open? He goes, I don't care. Yeah, because he'll take his card and go downstairs and, and buy whatever he wants. Yep. Yep. Yeah, if I got my kids Amazon gift cards or PlayStation gift cards, they'd be fun. So here's, here's a little cheat sheet for you. Here are the 10 gift cards people want the most. You ready? Yep. The 10 gift cards people want the most. Amazon. And the 10 they want the least. Number one, Amazon. Two is a Visa. Visa gift card. Oh, yeah. Go with that. Then you got Walmart, American Express, iTunes, Starbucks, Target, eBay, Google Play, and Sephora. Mm-hmm. Those are the 10 gift cards people want. Amazon, Visa, Walmart, American Express, iTunes, Starbucks, Target, eBay, Google Play, and Sephora. In other words, in most cases, people want gift uh, gift cards that are as generic as possible. So they could use them for you know, a whole range of different stuff. Now, the 10 least popular gift cards. Chili's. Chili's did not make the list, but I'd be happy with a Chili's gift card. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. I'd rather take a Visa gift card. Uh, H&M was number one. Uh. Followed by Michael's. Why, you don't like crafts? <laughs> <laughs> I was supposed to spend $100 in crafts in here. Forever 21. American Airlines. Old Navy. Apple Store. Really? Apple Store. Hobby Lobby. <laughs> Shell. Imagine getting a gas card, a gas gift card. I would love it. I Honestly, get them every year. Yeah, that should sure. be in the top 10. Yeah, I, but... I get I get QT and Shell gift cards every year and I Shell? love it. All right, I, I will take a. Oh, I see what you're saying. Like it's now specific. I'm now I'm pigeonholed to only one one gas station. Yeah, yeah. just Shell. A QT I get because it's a little store and they're everywhere and they're everywhere. Too, you know. Shell, though, Shell I don't have a Shell near me. Yeah, I don't. There's either. one near me and that's it. D- it does make sense. Yeah, I'll take an American Airlines one though any day. Cinemark is another one. I guess that's. Uh, Movie theater, movie theater, and uh, Cabela's. I'm looking at the uh, there's there are two shells in the uh, Chesterfield slash Wildwood area, so you guys are in trouble. In St. Charles, they're everywhere. So. I've been given the movie theater one before, and um, it's always inconveniently the not closest theater. Yeah, yeah, they're 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 you could use them at every every place except for the one near me. Yeah, I always get an AMC card, mm. and that's not where I'm at. Man, the shell, the shell station by me has a, an entire counter of nothing but fried food. Like all, you know, a lot of the street workers and and uh, construction people, outside workers, will go there at lunch and mm-hmm. fill up on fried frog legs and fried mushrooms and fried this and fried at that. At the shell by your house? Yeah, but when, and when, but as soon as you walk in the place, nice people that work there. Don't get me wrong. When you walk in there, you just smell the, the oil grease. and the grease yeah. and the frog legs and all that stuff. Huh. No thanks. And that is your news, brought to you by me. This guy here. Um, we got sports here in a second. As you know, uh, you know the Red Sox dominated the Dodgers in the World Series. But Dodger fans are complaining that there was something shady. I don't know if you've seen some of these pictures, but they've been circulating pictures and videos accusing the Boston pitchers of cheating. There's one of them where he allegedly has a sticky substance on his forearm. I don't know if you saw that picture. I did. And he touches it with his pitching hand just before each pitch. I think the other video is even crazier. The one of David Price where he's panning oh, his shirt yeah. with his hand. And then he touches Joe Kelly, too, and it sticks and to his, his shirt. Yeah, his too. hand appears to stick to his jersey. But by the way, the Barnes one, the Matt Barnes one, is not even from the World Series. Oh, it's really? from uh, Boston's previous series against the Astros. 
And people were talking about it then, but nothing came of it. The video of, of, of Price, David Price, is from the World Series, but his sticky hand is his glove hand. So either he had pine tar on his jersey or it was sweat from his glove. And listen, pitchers use pine tar and other sticky stuff. It's illegal, yes. But essentially, everybody looks the other way. Yeah, I was going to say, it's not really enforced, is it? No, because nah, it's, it's so it... commonplace now that their own teammates are probably doing the same thing. Man, you sound like you're from Boston. I'm not an apologist. Why do you hate Boston so much, Moon? Oh, I just, think a, I just think it's a cheater's park. I'm st I'm still super sour from the from the Cardinals thing, but I I don't I don't. I hate that you call it a cheater's park. It is a cheater's park. No, I mean, it's not because everybody has the same opportunity while they're there. No, they Everybody's got the don't. same advantage. Yes, they no, do. No, they don't. This team is only one team that gets play gets to play half of their 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 games with a right field that's two sixty or something like that, and a DH rule. So all you got to do is put a lefty that can't field in there that's just a hitter. Well, back to this pine tar thing. Let, let me talk about Rule 602C4. Uh, I was curious. In the rule book, it states rules. the pitcher shall not apply a foreign substance of any kind to a ball. And violating this rule is grounds for immediate ejection and a 10 game suspension. But it's not like Major League Baseball is going to do anything about it. Kevin in the chat room <laughs> says that if you ask any hitter, they would prefer that pitchers have a firm grip on the ball so they can control it. Yes. Instead of get... having it be loose and then just, oh my God, no. I let it go. It's going right for your face. Yeah, sorry. What? Sorry, the headshot. What do you mean, what? Any batter wants the pitcher to have a better control? Uh, I don't know about that. I mean, it makes sense. It does? I want you to have more control on your curveball to strike me out? Boston Red Sox DH, J.D. Martinez, right-hander. I'm not talking about that. Man. <laughs> you guys are so silly. What do you mean so what silly? What do you mean you guys? I'm J.D. Martinez plays for Boston. The, the, the apologists are ridiculous. J.D. Martinez plays for Boston. It's a he is their can we focus all, on all the I'm pine tar thing? It's a, it's a custom park. Anyway, it's not like Major League Baseball is going to crack down on on all the pitchers doing this. Never. Mm -mm. So it's like sign, like like it's you know it's like sign stealing. It's technically against the rules, but it's also become ingrained in the gamesmanship of baseball. They said Manny Machado was doing that. And and baseball's flooded with all these kind of written and unwritten rules that are not always enforced with any sort of regularity, you know. But some baseball analysts said that this rule, the pine tar rule, was when pitchers were using some, like, crazy extreme methods to cheat. You know, maybe there was, like, the, you know, the, this, the, the, who had the file in there? Oh, it was, uh, was it Phil Necro? Yeah, that's a, yeah. Where he actually had it and, and the ump came yeah, out and it right. fell on the ground or something. That's hilarious. <laughs> you never, did you ever see that video? No. Oh, yeah, and he, he got even busted. points at it like, oh, what's that? <laughs> like, oh, my goodness. Something right. on the field. Yeah, it's Phil Negro. Or was it Joe Negro? It was gross. Yeah. Cheaters. All right, here's sports. The Rizzuto Show. Sports. All right, thank you, Tony. Uh, don't screw this up, fatty. <laughs> sports brought to you by Hot Shots Sports Bar and Grill. 11 area locations, all the games all the time. The New England Patriots defeated the Buffalo Bills 25-6 on Monday Night Football. Patriots uh, scoring included an 84-yard touchdown interception, uh, four field goals, while quarterback Tom Brady was held without a touchdown pass for the first time this season. Buffalo falls to 2-6, and six, its worst start since the 2010 season, where they um, opened with eight straight losses. 
So 25 to 6, that's 31. So Donnie had 47 points. I had 46. That means Donnie's getting shot. <laughs> Donnie had 45. That's son of a B. So we, yeah, you guys went into the Monday night game with the same amount of losses. Correct. So it all came down to score because you Correct. both had the Patriots to win. Yep. And he originally thought he had picked 47 points. And I had 46. Had 46. So if you got the under, you'd be okay. I went to bed last night going, we are safe. I guess he made a mistake. Sure did. Because when we, when we came in this morning, we looked at the, the way the computer kind of spit out the, the scores for the week. And Donnie had more points. I had five. I was ranked 556, and Donnie was ranked like 533. And I was like, how did this just happen? Yeah, Donnie was mistaken as far as. Sure so he got shot twice. I sure do. Uh, the St. Louis Blues have recalled uh, Ville Husso, Robbie Fabry, uh, Soshkinov, and sent down Jordan Cairo. Now, this is what I love about this, is that they've called those players up but have not made an announcement if any of them are going to play on Thursday. They're <laughs> well, saying I would imagine that, Chad Johnson would start. They're saying that that they have ruled nothing out with, uh, with Jake Allen. Are they saying what's wrong? Nope. Jeff, did you see anything yesterday? Saw nothing. Not, not a single report of what's going on. But they did bring up Ville Husso. So who knows what's going to happen on Thursday? I just all I saw was day to day with Jake Allen. That's all I've seen. Yep. And I heard Weird, Yo. Right? I heard well, Yo let's yesterday. Get Ryan O'Reilly on the phone for tomorrow. Yeah, good idea. Yeah, I heard Yo say yesterday something along the lines of, "I'm not making any firm decisions for Thursday yet." So we'll see. I was reading stuff about Mike Yo on uh, Saturday before the Blackhawks oh, game. And, I'm sorry, and Carl Gunnarsson got called up as well. Yeah. That if he would have lost that game on, on Saturday, it probably would have been his last game as mm-hmm. Blues head coach. I've heard more than one person say if they're still going the way they are uh, around Thanksgiving, he's out. And that's not far off. Well, it did you did you not. see did you see the report that during the loss to Columbus, after they scored like they scored four goals in like four minutes or something like that. And after the third goal, Doug Armstrong got up and never came back. Oh. And people were like, he's making phone calls right that's now. That's not good coaches. when your boss has to leave. It could have been tummy issues. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> uh, the Cleveland Browns hitting the reset button, and this time it's not on their quarterback. Looks like Baker Mayfield still going to be the answer in Cleveland. They will just have new people telling him what to do. Yesterday, the Browns not only fired their offensive coordinator, Todd Haley, they also fired head coach Hugh Jackson. Out. See ya. Well, he had, he would he play? Uh, he coached 40 games. And how many did he win? Uh, three. three. Yeah, I was going to say, wow. it is a very three. I, be- I, thought I it was believe four. it was three. I thought it was four. Proud of every one of those wins, though. Was it three? Or, I, I don't know. So, What's know, his name? Hugh, Hugh Jackson. Hugh Jackson. It was three or four yeah. out of 40. Real, that's not great. Well, I saw they, they fired Hugh Jackson. And everybody was thinking Todd Haley was going to get the job, and then they fired him an hour later. Did you see? I saw on Twitter, and multiple people posted this. They said on Twitter, can you imagine Todd Haley's reaction? He gets called into the office, or the phone rings, and he goes, yes, I'm getting to call the head coach. And they go, you're fired. What? Because <laughs> that's what he's, I mean, that's what he's kind of got to be. I mean, I'm sure part of him is like, oh, man, I might be next. But if that phone rings, they're like, yeah. I don't know if you heard it or not, but we fired Hugh Jackson. And they're like, oh, wow. Yeah. Can you imagine cool, being eh? in a position where you're like, oh, yeah. I'm either getting fired or promoted. promoted. It's going to yeah. be my team. Well, now it's uh, defensive coordinator Greg Williams' team. Uh, he will take over for the 2-5-1. And, and now, if you remember, Greg Williams was the guy from New Orleans who was 
caught up in that whole bounty gate bounty gate scandal. Yeah. Here's some money go out and hurt somebody thing, oh, right? That's right. Yeah. yeah. And I was also seeing that, I guess, the Cavaliers, the Cleveland Cavaliers, fired their basketball coach. Oh, Ty- Tyron Lue. Wow. He, he was, people, when, <laughs> I when thought they Le- were considering bringing that coach over to the Browns. When LeBron <laughs> went to L.A., they were like, I cannot believe that Lue is still the coach of the Cavaliers. Like, LeBron coached that team. He was just a placeholder. Like, he was just there because they needed a head coach. The Cle- Cavaliers started their season 0-6, fired immediately. Get out. There were, there were memes going around yesterday about Terry Francona, who was the coach of the Indians, saying, <laughs> Terry, don't pick up your phone. <laughs> Terry, don't do it. Terry, Terry don't pick, back Terry. up, Terry. <laughs> Put him in reverse. <laughs> uh, f- uh, finally, another change to talk about in the NFL. Uh, down in Tampa, Jameis Winston out. Ryan Fitzpatrick in. The team announced yesterday Winston is going to be benched in favor of Fitzpatrick. He tossed Winston through four interceptions last week uh, on Sunday, and uh, he was benched. Then Fitzpatrick came in damn near rallied the team to a comeback, but unfortunately lost in a last-second field goal. Fitzpatrick was drafted. How many years ago you think he was drafted? You remember out of, you remember out of where? Yeah, Harvard. Harvard. He remember scored, by whom? He's The St. Louis Rams. He God. scored the second-highest ever Wonderlick score test. Highest of any QB ever. And that was back I in... I like him. I did too. That was, that was back but in... He's so streaky. He was good with the Jets. 2005. He's wow. that guy that can never be your starting quarterback from week one all the way through, but stuff like this he's always good he just can't sustain it it was i've always read right clay thompson from the golden state warriors went off last night and speaking of going off his team did pretty well too last night at halftime the warriors were beating the bulls 92 to 50 at halftime (laughs) but the reason they were up so big is in big part to thompson by the end of the game he set an nba record he made 14 three-pointers he finished the night with 52 points yes two points more than the bulls had as an entire team the first half that's unbelievable. Wow. Uh, finally here, Mizzou swimming and diving coach Greg Rodenbaugh. He has been placed on paid administrative leave while the university investigates a management claim that there have been some serious allegations brought upon him. We don't know what they are what, yet. though. Uh, the uh, athletic director over there, Jim Sterk, said, We recently were made uh, aware of serious team management allegations by our and it is appropriate that Coach Rodenbaugh be placed on administrative leave while the university conducts a full investigation. And uh, I mean, I don't know if you're up to date on your Mizzou swimming and diving uh, stats, but this dude apparently was was solid because he got hired away from Arizona back in 2010, and the program has since had six top or uh, 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 has had its top six finishes, and. Um. Must have been something. And have been very, very successful at the NCAA championships under his tenure in both the women's and the men's program. So we'll have to see what happens and what comes of this. I'm Patrico. That's your sports. And boom goes the dynamite. All right, Tones. Yeah. It's time to take your medicine. Yeah. Hey, by the way, Anthony Stalter. Ooh, double whammy. I just got electrocuted on my headphones. Anthony Stalter, we, we still remember you have two shots coming to you, too. Friday for you. Today for oh, today for Tony, what do you have in your your back pocket? My wallet. I just I listen. You better back up. You better back up. You better back up. I don't want to I don't want to cheat or anything, and I don't. You got anybody. thick jeans on today? I do not. They're actually they're actually they're actually pretty thin jeans. Here, give them. Feel. Pretty they're thin jeans. Pretty, stop, Jeff. <laughs> they're actually pretty thin because I didn't think I was getting shot this morning. So. All right. You got two coming to you. Whoa, whoa. All right. Three. Pull the shirt up a little bit. The shirt is thin as paper. Count it down. Three, two, one. Go! Oh. Oh. oh, I mean, Jeff. Get him.
him. Get closer move to your the hand. Death star. I move your hand. Three, two, one. Oh, oh, man. Move your hand. Oh, it's not three? Oh, it's just two. That smarts, doesn't it? Are you going to cry? No. Rizzuto Show. Traffic and weather. That was good. I can't wait till Moon gets shot because I'm going to make him strip naked. Pull your shirt off with the thing, with the thing. Nah, you have to lose to get shot. See, two days in a row. Two days in a row with a cocky attitude. Yeah, that's fine. Come in. Two days in a row. This whole I don't know sports thing has just been a character. Y'all know now. The Rizzuto Show. Crap on celebrities. All right, welcome back, guys. Time to find out what's going on in the world of music and entertainment with your crap on celebrities. It's brought to you by Amco Ranger Termite and Pest Solutions. Protecting people and property from pests for over 50 years. Uh, Who do we always say has the most followers on Instagram? Do we remember who this is? Rob Uh, Schneider. (laughs) Mm. I think he was dethroned. He used to be number one. Dang it. Is it Demi Lovato or Selena Gomez? It's Selena Gomez. She has always been, but she has lost that title. The new leader is, or at least was, I'm not sure that's how close they are, is a soccer star whose last name I'm not sure I pronounced right. Oh. Ronaldo. Wayne Rooney. It's, no. <laughs> it's it's that guy. Thing is, the numbers are so close, they could end up uh, going back and forth, you know, trading well, the lead will. back and forth. You going to help out? I'll, you be, fix- no, I'll be waiting. You know, one day it's it's team uh, Gomez. Sure. One day it's team uh, Ronaldo. As of showtime, that guy, the soccer guy, had... A little over, just under 144 and a half million. Is this, what is this? What platform? This is the Instagrams. I'm going to go unfollow one and follow the other. Mm-hmm. Ooh, look at you go. my part. The difference is uh, about 65,510 followers. That's how close they are. Guys, what do you want me to do? Who should I follow and who should I not follow? I'm a team Gomez. Oh, all right. Yeah, and that's what we're doing. <laughs> Selena Gomez, follow. Wait, I, I just got, got word. Good. Selena Gomez is now in the lead. Ronaldo. By one. <laughs> By uh, one. Some guy in St. Louis. Hey, uh, this is a serious uh, story. A photographer who travels the world with Kim Kardashian, Kanye West, seriously injured in a car accident. Uh, Marcus Hyde is his name. He was out driving in Malibu yesterday morning, cruising on the PCH, lost control, went over an embankment. He was having seizures from the crash when he was oh airlifted God. to UCLA uh, Medical Center, that Ronald Reagan Medical Center. He went about uh, went down about 200 feet from the main road, and if you see the car, completely destroyed in the wreck. He had a female passenger who was also hospitalized, condition unknown, but he did suffer quote critical head injury. He's their photographer. Yeah, he's he's a photographer of of theirs that follows them around. He's apparently he's. I mean, fantastic work. I looked up his name, and he's all over the place. So, well, I mean, obviously, if he's their photographer, I'm, yeah, I'm sure he does. I guess what I'm saying is my first thought was, oh, it's some family friend that here, you want a salary, you want to be in on the whole business thing, but he's he's very well known. Marcus Hyde is his name, so good luck to him and the female that was with him. Uh, looks like more trouble on the Harvey Weinstein case, and I'm, I don't want to sit here and say this whole thing is falling apart, but when the prosecution says, oh, no, we're still going moving forward with this, you know there's some cracks. It's more- not a slam dunk. Absolutely not. More recent developments, including a dismissed charge and a detective who did not reveal vital information, which we talked about, have some people saying that this uh, that Harvey Weinstein could walk scot free. A lot of it hinges on the charge by a marketing executive, this Lucia Evans, who says Weinstein made her perform on him in 04 
when she was an aspiring actor. But the case's lead detective never told them about Evans' friend, who said Evans did it willingly for a, a film part. So a judge dismissed Evans' claim in early October. So that just left us with five criminal charges against him. And what's more, this is damning. Weinstein has released emails suggesting that he had consensual affairs with his second accuser, who says that he raped her in 2013. Wow. Third case, another accusation of a forced performance may boil down to him against her. So I wonder if some of these women kind of bragged about it mm-hmm. to, to friends. Yeah. And my whole and thing is, yeah, you're and right. It's regret. Yeah. And they brought these cases and it's all falling apart. And, and again, you know, it's not great when the lead prosecutor says we're not going to give up. So uh, I'll stay on it. Paramount Network has pulled two more episodes of that TV show, Heathers, following Saturday's synagogue shooting in Pittsburgh that left 11 people dead. They were scheduled to air on Sunday. Monday's finale aired as planned, and sources say the cut episodes involved uh, students undergoing active shooter training. The show was originally supposed to air back in March, but it was shelved twice due to shootings at Parkland in Florida and also the Houston area. And then when it finally started airing last week, it was heavily Edited, so obviously any show involving you know school or the mass shootings will be pro- problematic because there's a mass shooting in the U.S. so often. But I've I've also read that this is one of the reasons why they brought Heather's back was to deal with stuff like this because the show always dealt with stuff mm-hmm. like this, and now because of real life they can't deal with it. So an odd situation with the TV producers are in there. And speaking of weird things in TV shows, Apu from The Simpsons. This issue again. Uh, so the Simpsons and the creator at Matt Groening, is that how you say it, or Groening? Groening. Groening, okay. They haven't really even seemed to really be bothered by this quote-unquote controversy about Apu. But maybe they may be doing something about it after all. There's a Hollywood producer named Adi Shankar recently did a contest to find the perfect way, the perfect script for the Simpsons to get rid of the character. Chose a winner, sent it to The Simpsons, hoping they would consider turning that into an episode. Apparently, that's not going to be happening. Not because the show's not interested in the idea, but apparently, they're just dumping the character altogether. They're just going to stop showing them? That's what it says. And the guy who did that documentary, A Problem with Apu, says that that's not the right way to do it. Uh, and this other guy is saying that they're cowardly for just dropping uh, no official what, response from the show why? yet. Why is it cowardly no, why or why they dropped it? Just, just, you know, you got your way. And guess what? It's none of your business. Right. They want the show. They want the character off the show. Right. And, and, drop and now you now you want to make a scene while you do it? Do you just want it to go away? And you want them to go, hey, okay, fine. We looked into it. You're right. We we kind of screwed up a little yeah, bit. Yeah, but now you're, you're upset take, about how yeah, you do it? different yeah. times. You know, things change. Yeah, but no, now they want to make a Maybe it's deal. not PC and it's Hank Azaria is the, is the voice. You Ooh. know, it's a stereotypical... And from the beginning of this, Hank Azaria has been like, yeah, I get it. It could be racist. You know, I get it. I understand. That's like that's like Not somebody like anybody's pushed back. You know what it is? It's somebody getting arrested for a crime, but they're arrested at the at their home. They're they're put into the the cop car at three in the morning and they're taken to jail. They're arrested for their crime. But no, I want them to be arrested at noon at their job and paraded down the street. I know. Why is why is Chief Wiggum on there, the dumb cop, the dumb donating and cop? There's that. 
Bob Saget. Some people would find that offensive. Yeah. Right. Bob Saget is known for America's Funniest Home Videos, obviously, which he hosted on ABC from 89 to 97. And we've talked about before that he's much raunchier than that oh when he does God. his stand-up. And he's pretty dark as well. If you don't know, listen, if you know Bob Saget from America's Funniest Home Videos or Full House, that is not Bob Saget. Yeah. So he's got a new show, and it's about videos that America sends him in. But it's not America's Funniest Home Video, and it's not going to be funny. They are dark. The new show is going to be airing on ABC. It's called Videos After Dark, and it's going to show clips that America's Funniest Home Videos chose not to air <laughs> over all of these years because they were, quote, too risque. Oh, I would I would. So it is that. funny. Risque? Yeah, it's I'm more just saying adult. in the title. Listen, I remember as a kid with my parents watching America's Funniest Home Videos. Yeah, me too. Like, that was must-see TV. Absolutely. So here's the deal. They've been and and there's there's it's not like they're going to have a lack of material here because since according to them America's funniest home videos that is since day 1 they've been they've been stashing these clips that were just too risque to to put on America's funniest home videos. When did that show start? Uh 89. So they're in their 29th season. And videos after dark won't be in competition with America's Funniest Home Videos. Instead, the show will have kind of like a nightclub style feel, and he's actually going to be performing material throughout the show as well. It's going to be airing late at night, like nine o'clock ish, as opposed to like seven o'clock on Sunday evenings. And it's not going to compete with the other show did, at all. Did you see the first comment on the story? Story? I can't. I don't know what website this is, but the very first comment is they've already done this show, and it was called Tosh Point Oh. Oh yeah. Yeah, but those were viral. Well, it's the same thing. Sort of the same thing. I guess the thing with this is is that there's going to be the archive of videos that people... There are probably some videos that people literally sent on VHS to America's Funniest Home Videos that they can't show. But it's with Bob Saget, so... Yeah. There you go. Got the little timestamp in the side. Look, 1983. Cool. And I love that. Every time I see those videos, it's like a piece of nostalgia just kind of like kicks back in. I'm like, ah... Uh, four Avatar sequels are currently in the works. The first two have already been shot. The last two are in the planning stages as we speak. And you can expect expect one massive change when it comes to the movies. The font. The title will no longer use the old font that they used to use. And I don't know how to pronounce it. Is it Papyrus? P-A-P-Y-R-U-S? Papyrus? Papyrus? Oh, Papyrus? Could be. <laughs> I don't know. So that's just a font that anybody can find. Like, if you pull up a document, you can find that font. And everybody gave him crap about it all these years. And as a matter of fact, SNL did a skit with uh, Ryan Gosling last year about it. And apparently James Cameron finally took note. So, I'd just say it again? Papyrus? Papyrus is out. And the new logo will take its place. And they're not saying... It's like making, funny, uh, like making fun of somebody for using, like, clip art? I guess so, yeah. That sort of thing. I mean, it was... The, or a graphic. These, these big, amazing technological movies that were just using... Whatever font you can find there. So, uh, John Cena will not take part in the WWE's crown jewel that's happening on Friday in Saudi Arabia. Uh, he had been advertised to be part of the show, but he's been kind of quietly removed from the match as of yesterday, and they haven't said why. Tony, any idea why he's not doing this? Because he doesn't agree with what's happening over there with the uh, kidnapped or the missing. Or the murder. Uh, the, 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 you're the talking about the journalist that yeah. was murdered? The murdered. Yeah. Journalist. He he wants the WWE to pull out completely as far as cancel the event. Well, because they're saying the, the Saudi Royal uh, the Saudi royal family is involved is it, in killing yeah. this journalist. Right. And and the WWE for this part has said we're still gonna do it just like other American companies are still doing business in Saudi Arabia. So he's been replaced by Bobby Lash- Lashley. 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 That's a guy that uh, came out and 
gave you and your son fist bumps. Oh, yeah. The big, the big ginormous dude, yeah. And these are all just huge names that are going to be there. Kurt Angle, Jeff Hardy, Randy Orton, Seth Rollins, Dolph Ziggler. Yeah, I think, I think, I think the whole... I think Cena's the only one that's out. Everybody else... That is a name of a name. And they think right now that uh, this is going to be the event where Hulk Hogan comes back. He, he did. Hulk Hogan did say he was coming. Hulk yeah. Hogan. Yeah. Oh. He said he, quote, looked forward to. He said, Hulk Hogan. Hulk Hogan. I'm coming over there. Yeah. I'm coming. Two more quick stories for you. I now know what's going on with Soundgarden. I don't know if you've heard about this, but Kim Thiel. Yeah. Uh, he has revealed that the uh, band's first release since the death of Chris Cornell will be a reissue of Louder Than Love from 89. Mm-hmm. And he also said that Soundgarden is, as far as performing and recording as a band, they are done. He will, I can't imagine that band going on. Right. He will continue to tend to the band's catalog and the merchandise interests and stuff. But as far as recording new music, going out and playing, no more of that. So Louder Than Love. Did you know that Louder Than Love, he, Kim, wanted to uh, uh, call it Louder Than F? But uh, that was uh, the said, album no. before Bad Motorfinger. Correct. And I looked up the listing, and I'm not the Soundgarden fan that you are, but I didn't recognize any songs off of this particular. I think Loud uh, Love was the single-ish. main song off there. Okay. And finally, some burger trivia for you. Okay. Courtesy of Jeopardy. And I'm sorry, you guys, this is going to be a little tougher because this is double Jeopardy. Oh, boy. But I need you to definitely tend the pause and, and not pause because they got 100% of these right. Let's see how you guys do. Burger time 400. Five Guys offers a milkshake with the applewood smoke type of this, also available on <laughs> burgers. What is bacon? Neil. What is bacon? Bacon, good. That's easy. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. That is easy. Burger that time 800. For our vegetarian friends, we made a burger that has this giant mushroom as the patty. Oh, wait, what, what is portobello? <laughs> Sorry, Ty. Tori. What is portobello mushroom? That's it. Burger time. Did you say portobello? Yeah. That'd be wrong. Whatever. That's the female version <laughs> of the mushroom. That'd be wrong. 1200. A cart in Manhattan was the origin of the burger chain, alliteratively called Shake This Structure. Uh, shake Shack. <laughs> what is Shake Shack? You weren't even. He's uh, got to say your name. <laughs> Briz, what is Shake Shack? Tori? What is a shack? Yes. 1600 burger oh, time. So you would have been Why wrong. not? I, I would have been wrong if I would have said Shake Shack. So far, Moan's in the lead, guys. So. Yeah. yeah, you just got some, you just shack, got some points taken away. It was the uh-huh. shack. You got points taken away. What is it? a shack? I, you know what? I don't want to do my... Sorry. Atop the burger with these sweet onions named for a Georgia city. Uh, da, 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 Vidalia? Uh, Vidalia. Where is Vidalia? What is Vidalia? <laughs> Who, what, when, where, how is Vidalia? Tori. What is Vidalia? Yes. 2000, Burger Time. This A&E reality series focuses on the burger joint run by no, no, no. Paul. Wahlburgers. Uh, you cheated. Now you're cheating. I ain't buzzing it anymore. Brother of Dorchester's own Mark and Donnie. 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 So, yeah. What is Wahlburgers? Correct. <laughs> See, I hear if you buzz in too early, it locks you out. Yeah. It's like, well, it, it doesn't lock you out. It just, it takes... Like a few seconds or, or thousands of a second that can make all the difference. It's when, when he's done reading the question, you could buzz. Yeah. Oh, really? So I thought you could always buzz in going, before. You know? Like oh. on Jeopardy, the video game, you know how it comes out as like word by word by word, and if you hit the button, it stops, and you just have to well, guess on whatever he life. said. Well, this, we're not. <laughs> this we're story. also. This it's is what you stop Ooh. playing. This game. Sorry. 
Sorry. Uh, Krabby birthdays. <laughs> Ashley Graham, the plus-size Sports Illustrated model. She is 31. Ivanka Trump is 37. Uh, Gavin Rossdale from Bush, 53. Kevin Pollack is 61. Henry Winkler is 73. And today's Burton birthday of the day. She stopped performing years ago because she said, quote, old people look stupid when they try and rock. Do you know who that was that said that? Old people look stupid when they try and rock. She's the voice behind two bands that are the same band. Oh, I know. Oh, Grace Slick. Yeah. Yep, from Jefferson Airplane slash Starship. Grace Who is Slick. Grace Slick? Who is? Yeah, 79 years old. <laughs> uh, today's porno birthday, which is being brought to you by Patricia's Where Fun and Fantasy Meet, is Christina Agave. Today's birthday girl puts on a ton of makeup and goes to different guys' houses pretty much every day, and she does not get candy. And she's proven her ways in 151 fine films, including, warning, this is an anal assault. <laughs> this is Daddy's Worst Nightmare. Liquid Gold Volume 13. That's not my favorite. Mommy, Mommy, <laughs> look what I can do. Also in a movie called Ramon is Packin'. Yokiro ch- uh, Chocolate. And who could forget her unforgettable role in OMG, That's the Worst But the Best. Christina Agave is 33 years old. That is your porno birthday, your crabby birthday, and that is your crap on celebrities. Pseudo show, traffic and weather. All right, we're going to make our real or fake picks after the break. 105.7 The Flash Cans. Check out the cans in question. For this week being week number eight. 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 Week eight in our competition. Seven, the point. All right, welcome back. The phone number is 3146Walker, 3146Walker. Cameras and chat room, 1057thepoint.com slash Riz on the socials. At R-I-Z-Z show, your emails, Riz show. At 1057thepoint.com, joined by King Scott. Hello, sir. Hello there. Now, Riz Show Live, which was uh, last Friday, how bagged were you during <laughs> Real or Fake? I mean, were you, you were feeling no pain by that point? I was feeling great. <laughs> so bagged. I guess. I well, was heard that term. I've never heard that term either. Me either. That's a first for me. Maybe I just made it up. Maybe I don't it know. Could be. It sounds like it could be used in that situation of being drunk. <laughs> I've heard in the bag, like half in the bag. Well, you know, yeah. so that's what bagged, I'm. Yeah. It's a derivative of that, you know, bagged. I've never heard of half in the bag either. Yeah, I was hmm. boxed. Hmm. Yeah. You could be boxed. I've never heard that. I, you know, if I said, really? hey, at Rich Alive, how boxed were you? You'd know. You'd know what I meant. How basketed were you, man? Oh, super basketed. Well, that was, I tell you what, the, the live real or fake we did oh, over there was terrific. It's fantastic. And thanks to uh, the ladies who, who came out and shared their goods, helped us with the competition. Mm-hmm. And the fact that we handed out those real or fake paddles was great, oh, too. Oh, it was, made yeah. for, made, it was re- very cool to see from the stage. Yeah. People are uh, putting those on like uh, their desks, like in their cubes. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, that's cool. So a bad idea would be as people walk by to go, <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's probably not a good I don't idea. think I ever got one. I didn't either. I mean, yeah, I got I one either. to use on stage. I never took one home. Yeah, either. either did I. All right, guys. It is real or fake time. Boobity-boobity-boobs go bouncy when you dance. Worthy of a second glance. If you think your boob just get in the way, you are wrong. Boobs are great. I want to grab
boobs. All right, 1057thepoint.com slash cans. Check out the cans in question for week number eight. Can we talk about how awesome it was, the fact that everyone at Riz Show Live sang that song right back to us? Also, also 99 words for boobs. Was oh, yeah. Fantastic, too. Oh, yeah. It was incredible. All right, Real or Fake, sponsored by... Patricia's, where fun and fantasy meet, and by Scarlet's Cabaret. All right, so here's, here's what's happening. King Scott, Jeff Burton, 19 points. Correct. All you do, all you have to do is get two points. Your lock. That's it. That's all I'm asking. Get your lock right, and it's over. I will do my best, sir. If you guys, either one of you get your lock right, Tony Patrico is the loser. And they have bad news for you. Were you guys showing each other's picks before? No, no, no. Okay, so I, I write them all down. And the well, we all were supposed. We all to write supposed to write our, down. Our, our picks down, but yeah. I see I'm seeing notes being passed back. Oh, this happens. This happens. Well, no. Why are you guys week? doing that? No, because I I put them down, down, and I want to make sure that they're not cheating. So I say, let me see okay. what you got, and then they see my. I, I don't see anybody else's. I just give him my. All piece right, of paper. but here's here's what just happened. As we're going, and and Patrico brought up uh, picture number one. Scott looked at it and started freaking out, and looked at his sheet, and then goes to my computer. And realized that he locked backwards. But yeah. I said, I'm sorry, you can't change it. You already wrote it down. I entered it, and he has seen my lock and his lock. He uh, can't change it Do we need a now. ruling on that? Because there were no other picks being made. But he's already, seen, he's already seen them, though. He's, he's already seen, seen, seen anyone's picks. Uh, how has he seen anybody's mine. picks? No, I because he saw mine when I wrote you one. Right, no, that's why no, you should just wait until the end to enter in all the information. No, because he... No, because if you had just started... We, you always say, have you written them down? You always say that right at this point that we're talking about. He has written it down and cannot change it. Yeah, but at the same time, what he's trying to say is, if you wouldn't have shown him as your picks, if you just would have waited until the end, till everybody made their picks, and then entered them in the computer, he still would have been able to make his change his picks. And I no still, one has made a single pick yet. And I still haven't even seen his picks. Okay, then you change your lot because this is stupid. What do you? But, I mean, what goes, do you this goes against this goes against what we're talking about. But okay. Well, no, no, I, I don't. I'm not going to be the judge here. I, we need to make a, a right. group decision. Correct. Doesn't matter to me. He's, to he's saying here. that he's saying that when you write down your picks on a piece of paper, you are no longer allowed to change them. Period. That's what he's saying. He came in here. The song once is we played. start making our picks, it's it, it is locked in and. That's why I was. I That's the way I thought too. As soon as as soon as the first person that he goes to that makes their it. first pick, it is over. that you is when locked it's locked in. in. Okay, change your lock. All right, then. Uh, is, is that your understanding too, John? Yeah, yeah. Because I've seen before, and I've done it myself, where we hold up our piece of paper and go, "Look, I've changed. I changed it on the piece of paper." You know what I'm saying, right? Well, that could be back at our desk yes. or whatever. Right, that, that's my point, is it can um, be changed once you write it down but before once the we first, reveal. But once the first real or fake is given, then it's... Then, then it's, it's... Right. Okay. I mean, that's it. Locked. Locked. I thought he had seen... Did you you me, swear? Me I swear I didn't man. see anything. Yeah, I was trying to find... You're a religious man. I <laughs> know, I didn't see his pick. All right. You swear to God about the boobs? I would never swear. Okay. Our Lord... I, be, I believe you. Yes. <laughs> All right, so King Scott, Jeff Burton, Kings of Cans, 19 points. Myself and Moon, 16 points. We're just hoping to not lose at this point. Yep, I just don't want to get locked out. Tony Patrico, yeah. 10 points. 
Patrico's been locked out for four weeks in a row now. <laughs> I'm going for the, the 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 five in a row lockout, which is unbelievable. It's never happened. Four's never happened. Yeah, we're, I You're mean. breaking records every week, Tom. <laughs> <laughs> we're in uncharted territory here. All right, it's one point for each correct answer. Real or fake, unless it's your lock. Your lock gets you two points if you're right. Zero points locked out if you're wrong, regardless of your other picks. So let's begin with photo number one. Photo number one. These are huge. Massive. I mean, huge, ginormous boobies here. Uh, this bra almost looks like it's not real because it's, it's so full. big. I mean, this is a it full is bra. Completely full, huge, giant boobies. And that's Grace, going out bra, Speaking too. of the Lord, this bra is doing the Lord's work. <laughs> great, great hair, by the way. Great hair. She does have a necklace on. I don't know if that plays into effect of anything. <laughs> like this is a bra you put on because you want it to be seen. Yeah, yeah but it, if you also, it, we do have to. It is black and white. I don't know if the artsy plays into effect of of anything. So I don't know. This was a real tough one for me. This is a scary one for me. This is scary. This yeah. is throwing it up against yeah. the wall to see what sticks. Yeah, this is a game changer here. This is. I'm hoping it's not. To be honest with you. Yeah. I'm hoping it's not a game changer. So I've I've gone fake. On photo number one. Tones. Real. Moon. Good for her, real. Damn it. Jeff. Real. Should give you a little hope. King Scott. And I, too, went real. Okay. All right, I'm on fake island. That doesn't give me hope, Jeff. Hmm? That doesn't give me any hope. Well, I'm just saying, you're doing you're well different in this competition. Than me, it would be, you'd probably not, get a You're point the king of cans. That is true. So say, yeah, you got 19 points sorry, right I'm now, 19, man. Sorry, I'm not used to it. <laughs> I mean, is it a bad pick, my fake pick? Absolutely I mean, I, not. I, I think it is. I, I personally, but I'm also, I got 10 okay. points, so I don't have a whole lot to talk about. <laughs> All right, let's move on to uh, photo number two. Photo number two. This is uh, blurred out boobs. This uh, lovely lady has submitted her photo. Uh, I mean, this is the most we've ever seen in a photo for real or fake, as far as. I mean, full body. I mean, in, in the could, history of the competition, from head to toe, I don't think we've ever seen a face ever. Like, I mean, we're, you see forehead here. Like, I mean, <laughs> this is full. <laughs> Tell me a real or fake picture where we've seen yeah, forehead. Right. It's usually just the chest. But uh, we are are seeing straight boobies here uh, in a black bra. Uh, th they look very nice, and it's a straight up booby mugshot. Once you scroll down past the head. Mm -hmm. All right, let's uh, go to King Scott here. Photo number two. I went real. Jeff Burton. Real. Moon. Uh, good for her. Real. Tones. Real. And I have gone real as well for photo number two. And finally, photo number three. Photo number three. We've got a Budweiser t-shirt that has been hacked to shreds and she's got great, nothing great underneath. Picture. Yep. My Fantastic favorite picture, picture of the week. Fantastic picture here. Uh, she is showing some side boobs, some inner boobs, some outer boobs, some awesome boob. Uh, but yeah, this is inner under side. This is a shirt that is not a shirt. Through, <laughs> I mean, it's cold wherever she is. <laughs> oh, I love that it says enjoy responsibly too. Yeah, what you're talking about. Yeah, that's a great picture. Indeed, Jeff. Huh? Photo number three. Real. Moon. Uh, good for her real. I have gone real as well for photo number three. King Scott. I went real. 
Antonin. Fake. There it is. Any I got reason. I got to do something. That literally is a I got to do something pick. So I'm surprised you chose that one, not number one. Not not even remotely. I'm not, I'm, I'm not even going to tell you. I'll tell you in a second. No, I'll tell you don't, in a second. don't tell him. Keep your strategy to you. No, I'll tell you in a second. Let's do the locks first. Right, that's, let's do that's, the locks. That's, Thank you, Jeff. We're going to yeah. do our locks. Hey, Riz, you want to do the locks Our now? most confident picks. Yeah. Two points if you're right, zero points locked at if you're wrong, regardless of your other picks. So we go to the cellar dweller, Tony Patrico, your lock of the week. I almost locked on number one. That's how confident I am that those are real, wow. but I locked at wow. number two. Locked in at number two for Tony Patrico. Moon, your lock of the week. Um, I locked in as real good for her number three. Okay. Really going against you there, Patrico. Oh, yeah. I expect this, though. Okay. My lock is photo number two. Photo number two. I think that's crazy. I'm I'm still okay with that. I think that's crazy. See, I don't know. Am I I okay with that? Uh, Mathematically? How many points do you have? Mathematically, you're 16. Yeah, yeah. You're I'm, I'm okay this week. No matter what, you're okay. You're okay for at least this week. And then if if for some reason they lock out, I get points, then you got to start being worried. I think that's crazy, though. Well, no, because if, if you get points, I get points. Because we're both locked. Oh, yeah, that's true. Things. So you're, you're good. I think I'm all right. Yeah. Uh, Jeff Burton, your lock of the week. Uh, number two is real, please. Damn, Damn it. Damn, y'all are crazy. Damn it. That hurts, that one. That That hurts. Worse than anything else has ever. Sorry, heard. Tones. Don't talk to me. Oh, right. <laughs> and King Scott. And I'm unsure. Lock of the week. And I was. I originally was going to do two, and then I changed that, and I went to three. No, actually, originally you had well, number one. But my tabs. I have my tabs all open, so I did it backwards, like what an idiot. What is wrong with you? Just That's why. You lock what do you lock? Number two. Number three. three. Yeah. <laughs> He's the one messing it up. I'm right, messing so you're the thing up. Number three. Um. There's a couple different scenarios that could happen here. <laughs> I mean, it's going to have to take it's, some. It's, some it's, really gonna, sitting it's, down it's a miracle. Out. It's going to be a miracle you win. Oh, I'm not I'm even sorry, talking about winning. Not winning that you don't get that you don't get. Yeah, you, 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 last place. You know what needs to happen Friday. is I need to be locked out, and oh, everybody needs to be locked out. It needs to be a five way lockout for me to even survive. So three has to be fake. Two has to be fake. No. Yeah. Yeah. That's what has to happen. Well, if two I, and three are fake, just to continue. <laughs> <laughs> if two or three, are fake, you have a chance to stay in the competition. Yeah, it's a bummer. I'm sorry, man. Whatever. If you were to put odds on this, it's like one percent chance of you surviving. Just hear those sleigh bells ringling, ting ting tingling, two ting ting. Hey. Uh, remember, he had a hell of a comeback that was similar to this. Not even close to this. Uh, yeah, I had, I had more of a chance. His was like, <laughs> his was like he had to boob sweep and three people had to lock out, and that I'm happened. I'm just trying to be a friend. This, I need like everybody to lock out for six weeks, and then maybe I got a chance. <laughs> just trying to help you. All right, guys, 1057thepoint.com slash cans. We will have the results on Friday. Thank you, ladies, of course. <laughs> Thanks to our fine sponsors, Patricia's and Country Rock. I'm, I'm sorry, uh, Scarlet's Cabaret. We love y'all. Yep. We love y'all. All right, again, results on Friday. Hey, 
It's Dave Coulier here from Fuller House. That's right, it's me. And you're listening to the Rizzuto Show. Hey. Happy birthday, Riz. You think anybody actually said, is that, is that Dave Coulier? That's right. <laughs> That's it's right. me. That's not really Dave Coulier. That's right, it's me. So as far as holidays go, you know, for me, I love Christmas and uh, throughout New Year's, throughout Thanksgiving and National Calzone Day. In that order. Yep. I've always known that about you. Dan, the Calzone man, is actually coming in on uh, on Thursday. Going to hang out for a little bit. I cannot wait. All right, folks, let's do some news. Oh, yeah. We're going to do some news. And it's sponsored by Club Fitness. So hope you stocked up on uh, candy for tomorrow just in case everyone decides to go to your house. Because according to data from the U.S. Census Bureau, there are approximately 41 million kids who could go trick-or-treating around the country tomorrow. 41 million kids. Wow. And that's based on the total number of kids between 5 and 14 years old. And there are about 120 million possible homes that could be giving out candy. 41 million kids and 51 million adults. Utah has the highest percentage of people who are trick-or-treating age. Utah. About one in six people in Utah are between 5 and 14 years old. Why is that? Is that a religious thing? What's that? I wish they could be exactly The highest percentage of people who are trick-or-treating age are in Utah. About one in six people in Utah is between 5 and 14. Is it a Mormon thing because they have a lot of kids? Oh, that could be. See, I would think it'd be the exact opposite because some people think that it's related to the devil or something. Yeah. Oh, that's true. Yeah, find out if Mormons, do Mormons celebrate? All right. I know Jehovah's Witnesses do not. That is a hard no for them. They're like super anti, right? Uh, They just, I don't think they participate in any of... I mean, any No, to them it's a pagan thing. What about uh, reindeer games? Do they participate in that? No, certainly not. Certainly not. No, because I've I have a, a friend, a good friend who's married to a Jehovah's Witness, and and uh, they no. actually put a sign in front of the house. I do not ring the doorbell. Wow, like do it's Mormons that hardcore. Celebrate Halloween. While the decision as to whether or not Halloween should be celebrated is a personal one for each Mormon, I personally, as a representative of the church, believe that every day of my life is what I make of it. I choose to make Halloween a day to honor my children's imaginations and minds. For us, it was a special and uplifting day. All right, so, so to them, it's you know, it doesn't have to be about you know the, the ghouls and the goblins. It's about dressing up and, and, and hanging out and, and going to have fun. And having yeah. fun. So maybe in Utah, there's a lot of young kids? It says here, most Mormon congregations have mild Halloween parties called trunk or treats. That's how they do it. D.C., Washington, D.C. has the lowest percentage of kids at 1 in 11 between uh, 5 and 14 years old is trick-or-treating age. Just remember, I think 14 is too old anyway. Yeah, I agree. To be trick-or-treating. Mm-hmm. So listen, now with the kids and the, and the candy that's going to be coming into the house or the candy that's already there... If you have a hard time giving up your favorite junk food, a new study says it's not just a lack of willpower. Finding that finding that quitting highly processed junk food can cause withdrawal symptoms that are a lot like those experienced by drug addicts. Wow. And wow. there was there was a study on this, and they asked uh, the study participants to report on any physical or psychological withdrawal symptoms after cutting down or on or, or or totally giving up junk food over the past year. 
and they reported experiencing sadness and tiredness and cravings and increased irritability in the first two or five days after quitting junk food. With the symptoms eventually fading after those first couple days, which is similar to how drug withdrawal works with the most notable symptoms of, of the first week after, after stopping drug use. Although they could be, you know, varying depending on you know, the type of drug and, and the length of addiction. But the research has also found the more intense the withdrawal symptom from junk food, the less likely the attempt to stop eating would be successful. When you try to get rid of something, whether it's food or, you know, a bad habit or a vice of some sort, do you just normally just try to drop it or do you just try to replace when it I quit smoking, something? Uh, when I quit smoking, I just stopped smoking. But, I, you know, I have toothpicks. Yeah, but, I mean, it's not like you have toothpick in your mouth every time you would have had a cigarette or something. So you didn't. Like, it's close, man. Yeah, that's true. It's close. Yeah. I, when I quit smoking cigarettes, it was a, you know what, I'm just going to do this for myself, and I didn't replace it with anything. But there are some times when, you know, especially with something like food, I always have to replace it with something less bad. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, sometimes it's just better cold turkey. Sometimes it's, okay, I'm not going to have cheese every day, but I'll have cheese every other day or something like that. It just sets me up for a win. Well, you know, since I stopped drinking, I've been doing a lot of heroin, yeah, so I had to yeah, uh, but... replace something as well. Yeah. But I, gonna, I, I, I do get it, though. I'm the same way. If I'm going to stop something, I can't wean myself off. It just stop. Right. That's kind of my point, yeah. Because, because then you, you start cheating. You yeah. Go, I'm going to have a little... Yep. I'm a little here. It was yeah. when I first started... When I first stopped smoking cigarettes, the first time I attempted to quit. Yeah. I was like, I'll just, you know... You can't just... I'll just socially <laughs> smoke. Right. And some people could do it. I cannot. Yeah. I cannot either. I'm I'll just, you know, different. when I'm drinking or I'm out at a concert... When I, the, the first couple of times I tried quitting dipping, it was, oh, I only dip when I'm playing ice hockey, or I only yeah. dip when I'm playing softball, that sort of thing. It, that doesn't work that way. Well, I'm going to buy a pack, and I'll just have it in my car. I'm just going to smoke, uh, you know, uh, after going out. Or I'll, if we're out for drinks, I'll just, I'll just bum cigarettes. I won't buy any. Yeah, it doesn't work Perfect. No, nope, not for me. Because next thing you know, I'm buying a pack, mm -hmm. and then I'm smoking when I shouldn't be. Just the one, then yeah. I'll, I'll quit again. It's a slippery slope. Yeah. If you think vegans are silently judging you when you reach for the bacon at the all-you-can-eat buffet, you're right. I was going to say, you are correct. <laughs> you are right. Because a new study in the journal Food Quality and Preference finds that vegans are even more likely than vegetarians to, quote, derive a greater sense of identity from their diet and to hold meat eaters in lower regard than vegetarians. Vegans are also more likely than vegetarians to feel, quote, more judged by others for their dietary choices. Yeah, I was going to say, I think that goes both ways. It does. But who cares about that last part? Right. <laughs> uh, have you ever uh, <laughs> have you ever wondered why people go nuts inside casinos? Because they're losing vast amounts of money? No, it's the oxygen, right? Or something they, they no. pump, they pump no in. There's no clocks. There's lots of noise. There's lots of stimulation, and they pump in but oxygen. They, they did a study on it. Like, why people have almost vastly different personalities when they're inside a casino. They they take risks they they would normally not take. Mm. You said you said there's a study. Yeah, and and actually the, the researchers said that because now they've they've kind of studied this, they could help doctors understand how gambling addictions are formed and how they persist. And this makes total sense, hmm. and and it's almost common sense. It's not the oxygen. It's not the clocks. It's because casinos, think about the last time you were on a casino floor, gambling or not. Okay. Picture yourself there right now. Yep. On a casino floor. Think about all the stimulation. 
Think about the bright lights. Think about the loud sounds, the bells ringing. And it turns out that kind of environment encourages risky decision-making. So researchers tested rats, and they found they were more willing to take risks when their food rewards were accompanied by flashing lights and jingles. And then they tested 100 humans and found money imagery and slot machine sounds Mm. can directly influence a person's decision. And they used eye-tracking technology. And uh, they were able to see that people were paying less attention to information about the odds of winning on a particular gamble when money imagery and casino sounds accompanied the wins. So, yeah, they had the potential to win money, but they never paid attention to to the odds of winning money. Yeah. Because they, they had all this other stuff going on. And they also noticed greater pupil dilation. And that suggested that people were more aroused or engaged when winning outcomes were paired with these sensory cues. And again, the researcher said that this, this could help doctors really understand about gambling addiction and, and, and wow. why it persists. It just makes total sense. It really does. If you think about it, and I'm not super, super into casinos or anything, but if you're in the slot area, what's the sound that you hear the whole time? That ding, 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 the entire yeah. time. Whether time. you're winning or not, when you pull that leather lever or press that button, when it's spinning, it goes ding, ding, ding. The same sound that it makes when you win, mm-hmm. only it's just more prevalent when you win. Wow. And the lights and the flashing, you know, the flashing lights and all that stuff. I mean, I've, I've, I've left the casino and, and said to myself, how the hell did that happen? So that's one thing that I'm so glad I never got the bug from. I never got the gambling bug. We would go to the casino almost every single weekend. All of my buddies, we would all would go. Never gamble. I would never gamble. I would go and I would either drink. I would drink because they would serve until three a.m. or whatever. Damn it, Tony, if, that's a gamble too. And if I wasn't drinking, <laughs> and if I wasn't drinking, I would drink coffee. And the reason being is, people would always say, "We're at the casino and you're not even gambling. Why? What's wrong?" I'm like, because if I put this five dollars. On the bar, they give me something. I win. If I put this $5 in that machine, poof, it goes away. Yeah, but it could give you back $20. It could. I'm not willing to take that chance. We used to go. It was always a set amount. Here's some for you. Here's some for me. We go our separate ways. When we're done, like if, we, if we're out of money, then we leave. We don't go. Your favorite four numbers at the ATM there will always win. That's what you got to be careful The first about. time I ever went to a casino on my own. It was uh, when, when my wife and I we were dating at the time. We were in New Jersey, and on a whim, we said, let's drive down to Atlantic City. Let's just, we got nothing to do this weekend. Let's drive down to Atlantic City. Maybe we'll get a cheap hotel room. You know, we, we went to the Taj Mahal. We'll get a cheap hotel room, you know, somewhere, you know, out of the casino and mm-hmm. just, you know, spend a day or two down there, overnight even. We walked into the casino. My wife put $5 in the slot machine, and she hit three grand. Jesus. First friggin' machine. And we stayed there. Lived it up for that weekend. Yeah. Got the bug. <laughs> I told you about one of my you first times ever gambling, did right? You gamble away the three yeah, grand? Yeah, of course no? we did. <laughs> one of my first times ever gambling was on my 21st. My parents flew me out to Vegas. At the hotel room and everything. A couple of my buddies bought their own plane ticket down there. They stayed with me. And... Uh, I had always heard in Vegas, remember, this is a guy that doesn't gamble, that if you're at a machine, the drinks are free, and they just keep on flowing, baby. Well, uh, that didn't happen. I was sitting in a machine, and like in Vegas every, it does. every hour, well, it wasn't for me this, every hour somebody would come by. And I was like, okay, cool. So I was already 
just absolutely pissed, okay? I walk to New York, New York, from MGM to New York, New York, New York. We're watching some band play. And I'm just having the worst time ever. I'm losing a ton of money. It's the worst. So I, I literally am bitching so much that my sister goes, go, go back to the hotel room. Get away from us. Go away. So I get up and I start walking back. As I'm walking back, I see a machine in the middle of the floor, out of nowhere. I walk up to it. I put a 20 in. I won 700 bucks. It was the greatest trip ever. Damn. I walked back and I was like, guess what, bitches? <laughs> like, I was like, back, dude. I was back. One pole changed. One. One. Pole. That's, that's One. awesome. And I was stoked. It was the greatest trip ever. Show. Put this on your calendar. Uh, Matt Iceman from American Ninja Warrior is going to be here on Friday. Is he at? Is it Funny Bone this weekend? I believe, I believe he's a Funny Bone. Funny Bone. He was great the first time he was on with us. He'll be part of the Two Timers Club after Friday's visit. Very nice guy. Nice dude. Super down to earth. And I'm looking forward to uh, seeing him on Friday. That's Matt, uh, Matt Iceman. Yeah, he's got Thursday, Friday, and Saturday shows. Matt Iceman here on Friday. Uh, let's do sports. The Rizzuto Show. Sports. Uh, don't screw this up, Fatty. Sports brought to you by Gateway Motorsports Park. The 2018 racing season going to be bigger, better, and faster. Patriots beat the Bills 25-6 to in Monday Night Football. If you missed it, I got shot twice in the tushy earlier. I'm sure that video will be up here shortly. Uh, the St. Louis Blues, they have recalled Ville Husso, Robbie Fabry, Nikita Soshnikov, and uh, Carl Gunnarsson. They have sent down Jordan Cairo. Uh, they're not activating these players yet because uh, they're going to wait until Thursday to make any game time decisions. So still no word on what's wrong with Jake Allen. Nope. Hmm. Now, if it does end up being a concussion, if it does end up being a concussion, he has to sit out. I believe it. Is it a week, Jeff? From I look it up. I, I'm not exactly 100% does he sure. Does still think uh, today is spaghetti? I think he, he now thinks today. <laughs> what day is today? Spaghetti. He thinks today is spaghetti the day before Halloween, which is a progression from spaghetti <laughs> the day before purple. So oh, here, there is a report from the Blues. They just put it out. Hang on. Let me let it load. Said test results reveal that Jake Allen's a free agent now, so he can go to another. It knocked him into free agency. Knocked him right into free agency. (laughs) Jesus, Uh. Jeff. Come on, guys. It's they not play, all his fault. They play the Vegas Golden Knights. <laughs> you have to they just make that joke. Yeah. Just talking to the voices. <laughs> <laughs> they play the Vegas Knights on Thursday at Enterprise Center. Um, this this is actually kind of a crazy story, and this is not this is not oh, good. We've heard crazy before. Go ahead. This is not this is not a good uh, story. I'll not be surprised. This is not a good story. Uh, uh, what is it, Moon? Is it is it is it Leicester City? Leicester City? Oh, How yeah, do I say Leicester it? City. Leicester City. They have confirmed horribly sad the death of the chairman of the club after his helicopter crashed oh. outside of the stadium on yeah. Saturday. You know what? They were, and there were reports of they were saying it was a very uh, wealthy man that was on on the helicopter. They weren't saying who it was at first. Yeah. Well, yeah, but well, no. They said that there it was, his helicopter. That it was his chopper. Yeah, it was his helicopter. But they were saying that there were some wealthy people in it. They didn't say that it was his chopper and he was in it. Yeah. They said that that it was. Well, More than was, likely and him. And they knew that he frequently left the games yes. via that helicopter from yeah, that sucks. that spot. The, dude, and and if you don't know anything about that city, and maybe you don't care, but the, um, the in sports. I care about humanity. In sports, that 2016 club winning the Premier League is one of the, I mean, the top three to five, like, unbelievable sports moments in in. in 
in the history of sports. Yeah. It is insane. This club was like four tiers down when this guy bought him for 34 million pounds or something. Something ridiculously small. I know that's a lot of money, but... And, and as had far this, as this club soccer yeah, team, yeah, and goes. he had this meeting. Said like, in three years, we're gonna we're gonna be in the in the in the Premiership, like, which is I mean, that was crazy. That was dream talk, and this dude won it five or six years later against billion dollar teams. I'm talking like <clears throat> unbelievable Cinderella story. Yeah, and this guy is so beloved, and everyone loved him and respected him. He really changed that dude, whole, ev- everything, whole thing. Everything that I've read about him said that he was a great dude, and, and I mean, the helicopter literally left from the center of the stadium's pitch, and then. Cleared the stands and crashed seconds oh. later. Now they, right they, they did say too that uh, the way, this trajectory, the way where it was going, that pilot m- saved, saved neighborhoods. Lots. Oh yeah, oh, that wow. it could have yep. it could have gone into. Yeah. And his daughter was H- on there too. Him and that? four others uh, died that were on board. He was sixty years old. On um, Patrico, that's your sports. Yeah, man, no thanks. Yeah, on um, Patrico, that's your sports, and boom goes the dynamo. All right, we'll take our final break of the morning. Come back and wrap it up. It's the Rizzuto Show. Well, there he is. The guy who did not get shot today, Donnie Fandango. Oh, man. Oh, man. So, you were tied with uh, Tony. Right. As far as the football pick'em challenge going into the Monday Night Football game. You both had the Patriots winning. Right. So, it came down to score. Right. Yesterday, you said you picked 47 points. Right. And then last night, he changed it to 45. <laughs> whoa, 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 Sally. Whoa. Well, there's no there's no cheating happening here. I believe he's I, disagreeing I, with you. I came so to you work. You said 47, 40. and then Patrico said he had 46. So Patrico thought all you got to do is get the under, and he was good. But I had 45. That's what I just I misspoke from 45 to 47. Big, I didn't print big, out my the, thing. Big difference, though, as far as... Oh, well, a big difference, maybe, but a cheater, I am most no, certainly nobody not. Oh, no, cheater. nobody's oh, saying that. Well, well, I didn't. There, there, was, there was an insinuation. That, not that, from this there, guy. Well, no, 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 not from you, uh, because you didn't get shot. But from, from, that, from that guy over there. So, the loser. fact that 11, 11 wins. Won't you look at me? 11 wins was a loss. I love you, Donnie. <laughs> I get to nine, and I'm like, I'm cool. No, 11 wins was a loss. But I'm just kicking myself because, again, I knew that Seahawks-Lions game, I knew that the Lions would not win that game, and I was going to go back and change it, and I just didn't, but, you know, whatever. Yeah, there were no big surprises as far as upsets go over the weekend. So, mm-hmm. I mean, the teams that that should have won, won. Well, and, and you know what? We talked about this yesterday. Uh, last week on the air, at least three different times, I talked crap about how well I had been doing, and then this happened. So, zip. Well, the, the cocky guy this week is Moon. Hey, every week. You've said it I twice. Win. I haven't lost. All right. Well, I hope you didn't jinx yourself. <laughs> you see, uh, Hugh Jackson was fired. I, I did. I did. And did you see that one? There is an un, there's a <laughs> a Browns player that told somebody off the record that Hugh Jackson was like Michael Scott in a football in a football <laughs> surrounding. <laughs> <laughs> that he just wanted everybody to like him so much. So I, I but again it was an unreported Browns player. But yeah, but and then with Haley getting bounced too, I mean there was obviously friction between Jackson and, yeah. and, and Haley or whatever, but I thought Haley would end up getting it. I don't like well, I don't like cuz of the I mean, he's the offensive coordinator who's going to call the plays. Now you got Greg Williams, the defensive coordinator, now the head coach. Who just looks like a royal... Yeah, I like yes, him. He does. I don't I like him. And I, and I like and I and it's not that I don't like like the like the you know the football players football. I just there is something about him that just rubs me. He the reminds me of an uncle I have. I think that's what it is. All just right, maybe. <laughs> okay. just like gruff, 
pissed off all the time and tells you how it is. Yeah, yeah. And, and I'm not opposed to that type of coach. It's just something about him. I just I he's, he seems like. like the kind of guy that if his son was in middle school and his son's middle school was a half a block away or a half a mile away, and his son called and said, "Dad, I forgot my lunch." He'd be like, "Too bad. Go hungry." So you know, next you know tomorrow you bring your lunch. That is that guy. That's that guy. Mm-hmm. Today. Yeah. That's what I think of. Maybe the Browns need some of that. My parents would do that. Mile and a half away. That's why he reminds you of an uncle, probably. That's your fault. Oh, Don and Deb would have made me walk, too. Next time you bring your lunch. Cool. Just start picking on mascots. Middle school kids sitting there hungry and is a mile and a half away. No kid ever goes hungry if you forget your lunch. What kid goes hungry in middle school if they forgot their lunch? I don't know. You know I'm allowed there. Not one kid does. Mm. They'll give you free meal. But daddy didn't bring me my lunch. That's what the you kid think is that's left my, with. my issues are? Mm, one of them. I got a laminated list over here somewhere. <laughs> he, looks, he looks at Jeff and says, do you think that's what my issues are? <laughs> <laughs> my stomach dropped just a little bit. You know, I, but here's the difference. Though. I would never think of calling my parents. Oh, right. Yeah, no. That's yeah. a totally, totally different oh, no way subject to get on. Yeah. Oh, no, because... Dude, that would have been a wasted phone call. My mom would go, you know what? Tough nuggies. (laughs) Those would be her words. She does. She's very salty like that. Tough nuggies. Nuggies. My dad would have been like, why are you calling me at work? Really? You're calling me at work for this? dumbass. Go ask for a free (laughs) lunch. You got got a peanut butter and jelly. (laughs) Something. (laughs) Steal something from the other kid. So funny. No, they give you meals. They will not. They, no kid goes hungry at school. Yeah, I think they give you like a basic sort yeah, of like peanut basic. butter Listen and jelly. Example, children. I don't like your Come examples. On. Well, I remember when I was in school, the kids that didn't bring their lunch and did not bring money to pay, they did not eat. Same. Like, and, and, and they did not eat. There was no, oh, it's an Ozzy's. There was a, oh, well, let me just see your lunch card. Oh, it's got no more punches on it. You didn't bring your lunch? Okay. Yeah, you'll survive. All this talk is making me think about the, uh, they, they used to have a Fiestata pizza at Hazelwood yes! Central High School. Fiestata that was the greatest the thing that I'd ever yep. had in my life, and now I'm hungry. Yep. I want I that. Go on I a want that, and I want a bowl right, of chili so with the pretzel. A bowl of chili with a soft pretzel. Give it to me. Let's wrap her up. Probably All right. Uh, blog and podcast, 1057thepoint.com slash Riz Moon. Well, speaking of food, quitting junk food causes withdrawals just like drug addiction, a study shows. Uh, also, the, uh, the podcast is called Purple Vaginas Aren't a Joke. Find out exactly why. There's also an article. That tells you exactly why on the blog. And 44% of parents will eat more candy than their kids this Halloween. Keep that in mind. And a, a, a fun list of the scariest places in every state. And yes, the St. Louis area is uh, is Missouri's scariest place. I'm not 100% sure uh, on the specifics there about this haunted high school and a haunted community college. Haunted anyway, community college, yes. Yeah, it's, mm. it's downtown St. Charles, so look into that if you'd like. It's all on the blog with a whole bunch of other stuff. We covered a lot of news, sports, and crap on celebrities. 1057thepoint.com slash just pick the mascots. Great. Thank you. Anything else? That's all I got, Riz. No nope. else? Donnie, what do you got coming up? I've got your chance to win Ho-Ho Show tickets to see Bastille. Also, some urge tickets for you. We'll do sports in the 1 o'clock hour as well. And also, there's this L.A. band. Uh, I played them a bunch of new music Sunday the last couple years. They're called Fiddler. F-I-D-L-A-R. Love them. I'm going to play their new song, and it is, as my friend Tony Patrico would say, a jammer. Oh, so, uh, be listening for that. All right, we leave you with a selection from our team. Riz, remember that ain't shouting out Nikki Jones from Trenton, Illinois. Way to go, Nikki. Welcome yeah, to the yeah. Who wants to hear oh, this yeah. classic? And we're going to do it for her, Nikki. Thank you. See you tomorrow. Bye. Bye. This is the Rizzuto Show podcast, powered by Moritz Royce Jewelry. Splash, splash, splash. 
Splash Weather Repel Premium Windshield Wash features a 3-in-1 formula that repels rain, sleet, snow, and bugs while leaving a streak-free shine. It keeps you seeing safely all year long. Pick up some at Walmart today. See safely on the road when you apply a little splash. It's here. Peloton's best offer of the season. Get up to $300 off accessories when you purchase a Peloton Tread. Choose from accessories like a heart rate monitor, non-slip grip dumbbells, yoga blocks, and more. If you've been looking for a sign to join Peloton, this offer gives you everything you need to get going. Hurry, Peloton's best offer of the season is here, but not for long. Visit OnePeloton.com to learn more. All access memberships separate. Limited time offer cannot be combined with other offers. See additional terms at OnePeloton.com.